following is a presentation of Radio Alabama Sports. This broadcast is copyrighted by Radio Alabama for the private use of our audience. Any other use of this broadcast, descriptions, or accounts of the game without Radio Alabama's consent is strictly prohibited. This is the Marble City Classic. B.B. Comer versus Silicaga on the Radio Alabama Sports Network. Presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. Now, from the Comer Sports Network, Randy Kane. And the Aggie Sports Network, Brent Ashley and Jeremy Law. from atop Legion Stadium. It's Jeremy Law, Randy Kane, Brent Ashley with you is Silicog and B.B. Comer. The Marble City Classic, the spring edition, as these two teams haven't faced off on the gridiron since 2015. Guys, five full football seasons since these two teams have played. Well, they'll play here tonight at Legion Stadium. B.B. Comer, the home team. Silicaga fans, they've taken the 52-yard trek across the field. They're the road team today. Guys, how are we doing in a great environment for some spring football? Beautiful stadium. I mean, it's all set up really, really, really nice. And it looks like we got a pretty decent crowd coming in here uh, on such uh, – I think we just started getting the information out. I know it was probably on the radio a number of times. But for us older alumni guys, we started get, getting the information out a few days ago, and it looks like we got a good crowd coming in. I agree with you there, Randy. Now, there's one thing about this. I think as soon as people started to hear these two names put together in one sentence, Comer and Silicaga, playing Friday night, there was no way they were going to miss it. Nope. It's been five years since we've seen this, and you know I'm actually getting a little bit of chills right now because this is this is awesome to see these two teams finally match back up on this turf, ready to play each other once again. That's just a testimony as to what's been going on, not only at Comer but at Silicaga, and how these two programs are starting to grow back. And I'm hoping that in the near future. That we that Coach Fawcett puts this program back to where that it is going to be the last game of the season as it always been, and the rivalry will kick back up between the Comer Tigers and the Silicaga Aggies. Guys, we talk about the two teams down on the field, but about the two teams up here. Actually, <laughs> myself, Jeremy Law, part of the Aggie Sports Network. Greg Wyckoff not with us tonight. He's officiating a wedding tomorrow. So we brought in Randy Kane from the Comer Sports Network. Randy, and some big news as we roll into next year. Radio Alabama Sports, they've made headway with what we've done with sports, and Silicaga next year will move to Fox Sports Central Alabama on 98.3 FM. The B.B. Comer Tigers, Comer Sports Network, they now have a radio home, Brent and Randy. They'll be right here on Mix 106.5, so you can listen to Randy and Greg all football season long on right here on radio this year. Randy, I know you're excited. I am, and when Greg told me that was going to happen, I, I had chills because I thought, <laughs> we're going to be on a live radio? I said, wow. So I got to really watch myself. You know, I remember when asking Lee, I said, uh, "I don't want to get myself in trouble on the radio." He said, "Just act like your mama's standing there next to you." So, <laughs> so I got to be careful. And uh, yeah, I talked to Greg today. You know, I work with Greg, and uh, I hated him. It, he hates it. He's not here. And uh, he said he was going to try to tune in during the uh, rehearsal tonight. So, Greg, if you're listening, we're thinking about you. 
Yeah, and you know, uh, sorry, Brent, but the, you know, Comer did make it on radio. I think four separate times last year on Mix 106.5. It was a perfect fit, a Silicaga centric station right here on Mix 106.5. And if Greg was here tonight, Randy, we were going to do a trial run. Brent and I were going to move to 98.3. You and Greg were going to be right here on Mix 106.5. So we were going to. That was going to be our announcement. Greg couldn't make it, but we made it work tonight, guys. Uh, yeah. And absolutely, I'm with it. But one thing that I really, truly, truly love about this is the fact that how Lee and how Mike are really expanding this sports program. You know, what other counties can you go into or cities you can go into to where they're putting three separate high schools on a station on Friday night? You know, and we've also got, you know, football in, from Auburn down in that area, Opelika area, you know, which we're carrying high school football down there as well. But right here in our hometown, you know, and less than 20 miles away from us, we're bringing now, this coming year, the B.B. Comer Tigers will be live every Friday night on Mix 106.5. Jeremy and I will be on the Fox Sports 98.3. And, of course, David and the guys will have the Childersburg Tigers right there on Kicks 100.3. So it, it, it's amazing to me at what we're doing for our community and bringing them the sports for each one of these high schools, for each one of these athletes to be able to show off their talent every Friday night. Going back to something you said a moment ago, the Marble City Classic. Yes. That's an historical theme. This past Saturday, we named our golf tournament, our annual golf tournament, the Marble City Classic. I went to Coach Carter his second day here, told him about it, welcomed him to the community. Fawcett was already on board. So the Sylacauga coaches last Saturday played the B.B. Comer coaches. The Aggies beat them by two strokes. We had more teams sign up last week than in the six years we've done this because Marble City Classic was the theme of the golf tournament. That, that's that's a testimony. Jeremy, you know, many times you and I have been together now for this will be our fourth year going on or starting our fifth year, and you and I really have, you know, a thing to where I've told you so much about, the you know, how this rivalry was big, and you really haven't been able to witness that yet. So we're going to break away just for a moment. We're going to have our national anthem. Both the schools have brought their bands, so we're going to sit here. We're going to do our national anthem. We'll come back to you guys, and we'll get all this action underway tonight. Hey, this is Blake Farr from Area Real Estate. We're happy to announce we're expanding into the Alexander City and the Lake Martin area. For years, Area Real Estate has helped home buyers and sellers in Sylacauga. Now we look forward to offering the same friendly service to you. Check our website for listings at arearealestateinc.com. the right way look like at right tire and service it's a full inspection of your vehicle even when you bring it in for something as simple as an oil change it's checking your oil topping off your fluids it's friendly and fast service it's peace of mind knowing your vehicle is ready for any journey because it was serviced the right way at right tire and service in silicaga you wake up go to the office and take pride in your work you're a professional. Why not eat like one? Go pro at Subway with double the meat on any footlong or any new protein bowl for just $2. Turn any sub into a protein bowl and double the protein on any sub for just $2 more. Go pro team at Subway of Silicaga on Highway 21 or the Walmart Shopping Center on Highway 280. Subway of Silicaga. Make it what you want. 
your quality of life won't be what it could be if your body can't do what it's supposed to do. Todd Malone at Star Physical Therapy can get you back on track after injury or surgery with a plan to improve movement and manage pain in the recovery process. Choose Todd Malone and Star Physical Therapy in the Victorian Village in Silicaga. Star Physical Therapy, where you don't have to be a star to be treated like one. Harvey's on Noble always has you in mind with live music and entertainment, weekly meal specials that you'll love, drink specials, and great service to ensure a great night. Harvey's on Noble, 280 North Anniston Avenue in Silicaga. This is the Marble City Classic on the Radio Alabama Sports Network, presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. About 10 minutes until we get started here at Legion Stadium, Silicaga and the BB Comer Tigers. In the spring edition of the Marble City Classic, officially, I guess this would be the 87th time these two teams have met out here on the football field. Guys, Jeremy Law alongside Randy Kane and Brent Ashley. You hear the words Marble City Classic, two Comer alumni to my left. What's your, what are your thoughts, what are your feelings when you see the black and gold and the cardinal and white? Randy, go ahead. I mean, it, <laughs> well, as we were talking earlier, I, I played in the Marble City Classic in 1969. Played against uh, the Sulacog Aggies when Steve Sprayberry and Randy Billings were playing. And we got beat 35 to nothing that year. And Billingsley and Steve went on to play for Bear Bryant. Uh, just last week, I, I went to the University of Alabama, uh, South Talladega County chapter, to give scholarships away. And Steve and Gary Rutledge were the speakers. So they were telling us stories about the practice under Bear Bryant. So as I look out across here at my age and that far, I just had my 50th class reunion. Okay, uh -oh. <laughs> I'm still on my feet, though, guys. I'm still on my feet. <laughs> so uh, uh, it just brings back memories. Now, when I played, i got to tell you one. We played Talladega, and back in that time, the fence was uh, on the back grass where the team stands. We played against Talladega, and I was on the kickoff, and I got knocked underneath the fence all the way up to my back here. They had to pull the fence up to pull me out of the outfit over there. So I'm just having flashbacks of back in the Marble City days and in the late 60s and 70s. You know, and, and Randy, you're absolutely right. When we talk about this rivalry that, that has went on for so many years, you know, that we can't help but talk about a lot of the athletes that have come through both Sylacauga and Comer. You know, John Hand went on to play, you know, college ball and then moved into the pros for a while. We've we've had so many people that we can talk about, but there was memories that I had of, of, of young men that really never made the step to the next level, but when they were on this field and they were playing in that game, some of the things they did were just amazing to me to sit and be able to witness the great athleticism that they had as student athletes, you know, and the Chambliss brothers was one of them that I can think of the most, and and one was, was a gentleman that his nickname was called Steelhead, and a funny story with him one night during the Marble City Classic, they were actually playing, Steelhead comes around to, which they were moving from left to right, which is going in toward town, as uh, Mr. Mack would say, you know, headed toward town, uh, but as he come to the inside, he came, he come, he came toward Silicaga's uh, sidelines and as he made it across the 50 a I mean the collision could have been heard downtown him and I do not remember who the defensive back was but they both hit the ground but as they hit the ground the lights went out I mean immediately the lights went out and everybody kind of like ooh well steelhead jumps up 
not knowing that the lights had went out, because I'm sure when the collision was going, he closes his eyes. But when, when he stands back up, he starts screaming, I'm blind, I'm blind, I'm blind. <laughs> and Coach Overton oh had to make his way across the field and grab him and say, no, son, you're not. If the lights went out, calm down. You're fine. You're fine. Uh, I've you know, never heard so, that story. Right, but things like that have happened over the years with, you know, with so many things that's happened, and that was one of them that will always be with me because this young man, as I said, he was an athlete. He could run the football, you know, and we have one on Sylacauga side that we're fortunate enough to talk about right now, you know, really every uh, week in and out, and that is Malik Pope. Malik runs just about like Steelhead did, you know, he doesn't want to dance around you. He's going to run over you if he can. You know, he's just that way. So it's just, I can't wait to see this get underway. This is going to be awesome. You know, the rivalry's got, it, it, it has to come back. Guys, let's run, let's tell everybody how tonight's going to work before we get into a lot of storylines in this game. <laughs> First 15 minutes of this game, guys, is going to be the junior varsity play, and they're going to play one 15 minute quarter. As New Silicaga head coach Rob Carter is getting everything straight with the referees down on the field. After that, you're going to have two 15-minute varsity quarters. So you're going to see Comer's best, Silicaga's best out on the field for two 15-minute quarters. Now, they're not going to be keeping scoreboard the score out on the scoreboard, guys. We were told that before the game. I think there's a lot of people with a pen and paper, guys. They're going to be keeping score in this one. But, Brent, let's switch our attention a little bit to the Silicaga Aggies. Third coach in three years, new head football coach Rob Carter, a former state champion at, at Beauregard High School. He leaves Beauregard. He comes here. What do you expect to see from the Aggies? Well, from the Aggies, once again, it's going to be that it, it's going to be that transition, that getting used to that new coaching style. Once again, you know, last year we talked about it a little bit. How it takes a little while to get everybody on the same page, get everybody clicking. But once they did last year, you've seen how the talent really took over, and now. Here we go, where another coaching style has stepped in. But here's the here's the key for Sylacauga this year, and it was the key last year. You have that stable foundation of coaches up underneath him. So these guys know these young men. They know the, they know how they react to things. So they can generate that to the new head coach, and they can they can really get this team to gel back together and get the talents up. A tale of uh, two uh, two different sides of the coin here. Coach Adam Fawcett for the uh, B.B. Comer Tigers, Randy. Fourth season, back-to-back playoff appearances, has a couple playoff wins under his belt. What do we expect to see from the Comer Tigers here tonight? Well, I've been to the practices the last week watching uh, both the junior varsity as well as the, uh, the big boys, and uh, he's picked up a number of ninth and 10th graders. Uh, they'll, pr- they'll see some playing time tonight. But the one thing that impressed me, I met this new coach, his offensive coordinator, Tory Pike. He's from Hanley. And uh, I watched him in action this week. He's got a lot of energy. And he was teaching fundamentals. He was teaching the, the proper eye contact, your feet, your hands, where to put everything fundamentally. It wasn't so bang, bang, bang all the time. But he was teaching the, the technique of blocking and tackling the hand off the ball. So I was excited to see the energy that he had. Coach Fawcett, you know, he's, he's a little more low-key unless there's a bad call out there. And he's going to run on the field and raise his hands. So, but... And Coach Hale, uh, he was so energized this week with the offense. And uh, if there was a, a mix-up or a mistake made, he'd run it again and run it again. You know, from our playing days, we'd have to run it again and run it again. So I'm excited about uh, they, they lost five uh, seniors last year, and the big key that we lost was Rafael Johnson. So he was the, he was the, uh, the key to us uh, with Devontae Carmichael. So I'm excited to see what happens. And watching the practice this week, uh, Monday was a really tough 
I mean, it was head-to-head Monday. I thought, you better slow down. Somebody might get hurt. So Wednesday was a little bit more laid back, a little more fundamentals. And then yesterday was no pads, just a helmet. And it was basically, basically focusing, eye contact, where to put your feet. And so we'll see what happens today. Aggies will be, sorry, Brent, the Aggies will be in the white uh, jerseys and pants, cardinal numbers, cardinal helmets with the black and white stripe from front to back, that classic Silicaga S on the side. B.B. Comer Tigers out here in the home black uniforms, tops and pants, a white stripe down the side of those pants, a little white trim on the shoulders, white numbers outlined in that Vegas gold. It feels good to be back here in football season. Brent, guys, it's great to be back in the broadcast booth with both of you guys as you see a Comer alumni, Kim Ellison, down there. I don't know who she's cheering for, taught in the Silicaga City but City School System, went to Comer, but that's what makes this one special, guys. This is a tight-knit community. And it's good to see these two teams back out on the field as you're about to have your captains uh, for the JV. One of those were B.B. Comer, Devin Harvey, Jakari Cottingham, and a few others uh, for the Aggies. We're, we're close to getting the Marble City Classic underway. Yeah, we're very close. You know, you got your officials from the East Central uh, officiating crew. They're here tonight, uh, and they, they are always good about coming out to these spring games, and they utilize these to take their younger guys and kind of bring them up a little bit, get them some game time, get them on the field, get them feel how the fast pace goes. And so I'm looking forward to watching this crew really get here tonight and, and keep the control of the game and keep it moving and uh, really do a good job but as you said Jeremy this this is it we're very close to getting it kicked off and we're going to see the B team guys or the junior varsity guys kick it off first and then we'll see the varsity guys take place after that so looking forward to some great football tonight between these two teams and how do you feel it just a little adds a little bit to the rivalry Silicaga is the road team in this one you know both teams are you just kind of love it, Randy, as uh, the captains are still out at uh, midfield. They'll flip the coin to see who gets the ball first. Do not believe they will return any kicks in this game, but they will kick. There will be no rushes on a points after touchdowns. They're going to try to keep it clean, leave this one with no injuries. But make no mistake about it, guys, one of these two teams, they're, they're, they're keeping score in their head, and they want to win this one. Well, I want to mention to the audience that uh, be patient with us because this junior varsity here, I've got a list in my hand. And we watched them practice this week, but these are a lot of new kids to me, and so we'll we'll be learning as well as uh, the players down there who's who and uh, and how well they're going to perform here shortly. BB Comer will get the football first, and uh, the JV portion of this one, guys, is going to be a little bit laid back as the Comer Tigers take the field, and you hear the roar of the crowd. There's quite a few fans out here, but the JV portion of this is going to be a little laid back. We're going to have fun up here. But our broadcast is really going to get started when the varsities head out and you see your Brayson Edwards, your Malik Popes, and your Devontae Carmichaels of the world. That's when this one is truly going to kick off as the Aggies and the Comer Tigers, the BB Comer Tigers, will play here in just a few moments. The bands, they'll strike it up. It's Jeremy Law, Brent Ashley from the Aggie Sports Network, Randy Kane from the Comer Sports Network. If you missed our announcement earlier, this is now the radio home of the Comer Sports Network right here on Mix 106.5. The Aggie Sports Network will move over to Fox Sports Central Alabama on 98.3 FM. So Comer fans, you're listening in. This is your radio home. Excited to make that announcement here tonight as Comer, BB Comer, and the Tigers will get the football first. Randy, I know we talked about it a little bit, but this is a versatile offense made up of tons of athletes, and what Coach Voss has been able to do for the last three or four years, very impressive. Well, the one thing I'd uh, 
two or three years ago when I started doing this, I was so impressed with the speed that Comer's got. I mean, all of them have speed, and uh, he's picked up uh, in the last two years some uh, some kids. He's walked the hall. He's a great recruiter. Why aren't you playing football, son? Next thing you know, he's out there dressing out, working out. So we're going to see how they can uh, perform tonight. Uh, we're going to have to take a closer look at this uh, the set of numbers here of who's who on this junior varsity. But I'm impressed at the crowd. This is this is like the uh, old normal. First play of the ball game, Devin Harvey puts it in the chest of Richard Weed, and he bobbled it, but then got through the middle for a five-yard gain. He moves up to the 30-yard line. B.B. Comer, the JV, will start out moving left to right in the home black uniforms. Aggies in white. Starting quarterback, Devin Harvey, a dynamic QB. He can run it. He can throw it with Richard Weed behind him. They'll have one right wide receiver to the right, two to the left, and they'll hand it off again. And this time he is stacked up in the backfield and dropped after a half-yard gain at the 30-and-a-half-yard line. Yeah, yeah he, very he good job right there. there. Will Combs, number 57 for the Aggies. He's a sophomore this year. He's one of our defensive linemen. He read the play extremely well, was able to beat the end off the end for Comer. There's number 66. I do believe that's going to be Luke Nicholson. You know, Luke shows as being an eighth grader, but he's out there starting for this JV team. And uh, But on that play, Combs just got the best of him, was able to get in the backfield, disrupt the play, drops him for only about a yard gain. First third down of the ball game. Snap through the hands of Harvey. Bounces back at the 15. All the way back to the 11. And Weed has to hop on it. So it'll be a fourth and very long. And let's see if we are punting in this spring game. I believe we were told there would be punts. But we'll see what Comer chooses to do or what they're allowed to do in this one. Randy, not how you wanted this first drive to start for the junior varsity No, actually, I didn't say anything about it earlier because I really wasn't sure how this would go. But this week at practice, I saw a number of bad snaps, snaps on the ground or over their head. So they were focusing on that center to, uh, to uh, I guess, fine-tune his snaps. But I saw that a lot this week. I knew that was going to be one of the weaknesses. So now, guys, is when we do play by playing color, Brent and Randy, let's try to work it out where when Comer's on offense, Randy, let's let Randy get the majority of the talking. When the Aggies are on offense, Brent, let's let uh, Brent get the majority of the talking here to make sure we don't fumble over ourselves. First time we've had a three-man crew uh, yeah, up here and, like this doing play by playing color. Yeah. And it's a little different. we got to make that adjustment. But I do agree there. I think once Comer takes the field in that offensive position, you know, Randy – he, he's earned it. He deserves it. Randy needs to be calling the Comer Tigers, no doubt. Well, no, and I then, tell you what, let's, then, share, let's share in this. I'm learning <laughs> these kids, too. No, 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 don't throw me in the barrel by myself. He's okay. earned it, he said. We're going we're gonna to be here, I promise yeah, you, brother. Yeah, we're going to be here. Don't turn me loose by myself. <laughs> Looks like they're giving about a 35-yard punt or so on all punts. So Silicaga was started on their own side of the 50. Direct snap, Jakari Cottingham goes right side, picks up five, six yards. It'll set up a second and four. Jakari Cottingham starting QB for JV. Very athletic player. Dad, heck of an athlete, Marcus Cottingham. He'll move over to wide receiver later in the varsity portion of this scrimmage, Brent. Pretty dynamic player sitting back there, number four. Kind of d warish Yeah, I, I think so. Just by watching him on that first play, he's got very good feet action. He can move his body. His upper body turns as he needs to. And as he run through that hole, he kept his, he kept his head down and just seen the hole got what he needed to get and got down without trying to push anything. Cottingham in the gun. Odin split out to the right. It was handoff right up the middle, and they'll be met right at the sticks. They may give him a first down, but they'll sling the running back, number 12, Jamari Jeffries, back to the 45, but this should be an Aggie first down. Well, they stacked up that middle and uh, like a brick wall, but did he get it? Yeah. 
It's got the nose on the 35, yep. which it will be a first down for Silicaga. So we've seen a quarterback keeper, a handoff to Jeffries. You have a couple dynamic receivers also on JV for the Aggies. Brent Odin is the one to the right. Bryce Odin, about a 6'2 sophomore, plays wide receiver and defensive back. You also have a Q Swain, who's wide receiver, outside linebacker, rushes the passer. You'll see him on varsity later as well. Silicaga has a first and 10, the JV does. At the B.B. Comer 35-yard line is Cottingham in the shotgun. Jeffries behind him. Here's the snap. Cottingham rolls out to his right, looks downfield, fires and throws for a two-yard gain over near the Silicaga sideline off the right side. A pickup of two officially second and eight. Yeah, Braden Large was on the receiving end of that. He he just got over. The ball was thrown just a little bit low. And, and when we talk about the ball going low, you guys, you, you know I've told you many times, it's very important for the quarterback to get his feet underneath him and make the throw off of his front foot. Normally there, he didn't get his feet under him. He threw off his back foot, which throws the ball into the ground. So all that Braden could have done was just go to his knees, grab it for a two-yard game. Second and eight at the 33, Cunningham. Fakes to Jeffries, keeps it left side. He'll have a lead block. He'll cross the 30 down to the 25. You'll get a flag come out, and that might be a holding on the Aggies, and this one could be a spot foul of 10 yards from about the 25-yard line. Yeah, I didn't see the corporate of that man, but I do believe it's going to be either Braden Large or we're going to look at number 57 for the Tigers, Will Combs. It's actually number 24. Uh, yep, that's Braden Large that just got out there, grabbed a hold of the jersey, and just instead of letting him go and letting him get that outside corner, he was just trying to help his uh, running back out, give him a little bit more time to hit that corner, and it just caught us with the official standing right there. Of course, that is a veteran official on this sidelines. I'm not going to give his name tonight, but but he he sees it. He knows how to call it. I'm sure he was going, that's a hold, that's a hold, let him go, come on, and he's, nope, that's a hold, and he had to call it. So, But that's all right. These guys are out here. That's what this night's for to get used to things, get back in motion, and know what you can do and cannot do. Well, keep, be... keep your eye on number 25, Richard Weed, how quick he is. He came in on that play. I'm not sure if he was the one that got held, but keep your eye on number 25 this year. Second and 11 from the 36, handoff Jeffries right behind center. He'll spin forward, pick up three, and now back to a third and eight. Randy, last time these two teams played, as you have a late flag coming out, this one might be on Silicaga. It was in 2015. There was a clear discrepancy in the two rosters. B.B. Comer, 2A, Silicaga, 5A. Tigers not getting pushed around early. No. They've worked hard for the last three years from uh, Fawcett's recruiting. He works them hard during offseason. I've been over there several times, see them in the weight room. So he keeps them busy. And if they're not playing football, he's got them on the track team or basketball. So hey. they're staying in condition. Yeah, that's definitely, you know, you can tell these young men here are ready to play the game. And, and Silicaga got caught right there. Jamaria Jeffries got caught with an unsportsmanlike. It kind of seen it already going. They're, they're, yeah. This rivalry is, you know, when, when you're talking about this, it doesn't matter if they haven't played in five years. You can see it during basketball season. You can see it during other sports and activities to where, you know, they're going to go at each other. And they've already started here tonight. But on that, Silicaga's, you know, Jeffries, he just got caught with it. Cost Silicaga about about 15, so it's third and long. Third and 24 from the 49, the Comer 49. This might be the time you throw it up to Q Swain down the left side. Cottingham drops back. They will look for Swain. At the 25, goes up, elevates, makes the grab, and steps out of bounds at the 20-yard line. Will they give him the catch? He caught it in the yep. air. They will, and that will be a 30-yard gain on third and 24. That young man was focused, kept his eye on the ball. 
And that's one of the things, too, as I said, with the coaching staff underneath the stabilization that they have there, that coming back, they're able to teach these young men continuously the way they go, but then adapt to the new style of the new plays and other things. Right. Q Swain's the guy that can jump out of the gym. He's got a mismatch on a seventh grader on the left side. Handoff oh, up the go. middle. Comer in the backfield blows it up and drops Silicaga for a one-yard loss back at the 21. So they move out of the Renaissance Bank red zone back to the 21-yard line, second and 11. And, ladies and gentlemen, I love talking about the guys in the trenches, the both lines, the offensive line, defensive line. At that point in time, Silicaga's offensive line just got beat. And I'm telling you, big number 56, that's Caden Brown. They got him listed as a seventh grader on this paper. That young man is a big, big man to be in the seventh grade. And he just showed some awesome speed and strength to stop Silicaga for a one-yard loss. Two receivers split out to the right. One to the left is Quintevi Swain. Cottingham takes the direct snap, and he'll run it all the way off the right side. He'll struggle to get back to the line. Cornerback comes up and drops Takari right at the 21. Another flag comes out, and... This one's, I believe, probably on Silicaga again. Comer's signaling. Aggies are signaling. Who's this one on? It was another late flag. A little bit of a late flag. It's going to be, yep. Holding. <clears throat> Possibility of blocking the back there. So that's going to back Silicaga up once again. And But at the beginning of this broadcast, Randy talked about Comer's coach ta- talking about fundamentals teaching them how to hand the ball off, teaching them how to tuck it, teaching them how to tackle, teaching them how to do different things. On that play right there, number 15, Jesse Graham, who's a ninth grader, listed on the paper, the basic fundamental tackle that young man just did against our really (laughs) Cottingham was outstanding because open field tackle, it was just him and the quarterback. He the basic fundamental of putting his headgear at his waist, wrapping his legs, putting him on the ground for no loss was outstanding. So, ladies and gentlemen, you've got a lot to see coming from these Comer Tigers when we get up into that varsity. Second at 21 from the 31. Here's Cottingham throwing out on a little fade to Swain. Go. They'll wrap him up after a gain of five to the 26, and Silicaga's in yet again. Another third and long. Swain loses his shoot, may have to head to the sideline, and he's your third and long guy on a fade route down the left side, as we've already seen once today, and he'll probably be the same guy when the varsity takes hold in about 15 or 20 minutes here at Legion Stadium. It's Jeremy Law, Brent Ashley, Randy Kane, Aggie Sports Network, Comer Sports Network teaming up tonight. Silicaga's on the BB Comer side of the 50. It'll be third and 15 from the 25. They need the 10-yard line. As the JVs are battling it out, no score here early. 6.25 to go in this first 15-minute period. Cottingham with the snap, handoff right side, and you may get an encroachment on B.B. Comer, and you will. They'll give Silicaga back five yards and set up somewhat of a third and manageable. Yeah, number 57, Corey Anderson, just got a little bit too big of a jump and it was over the line at, before the ball was snapped. So you're... You know, the, the line judge closest to us, he's going to see that every time and throws the, the yellow flag down. But that's still, Silicaga's in a third and long, third and ten situation here. So they're not out of the woods yet. They've got to have another good play right here. Third and ten at the 20. Aggies started this set of downs inside of the 20-yard line. Handoff right up the gut. Going nowhere. Pick up of two for the Aggies. That's Gabriel Harrell. Excuse me, Julius. Who is that, Brent? Looked to be number 22, Julius Taylor, that actually got the handoff on that one. 
<clears throat> looking down, he just threw the ball back. That young man, not, not my apologies, Jeremy, is 23. You were right. Gabriel Harold was the one. He's a freshman listed here. Say it again, Brent. <laughs> Say it again. You were right. Ladies and gentlemen, you won't hear me say that a lot this year. So <laughs> It's been a long year. So you got to realize this is, if you count the University of Montevallo baseball for me, this is my 112th broadcast this year. It's, it's been a long awesome. one. We're trying to get through this one. Uh, we're going to enjoy a summer off. It's Cottingham in the gun. Looks left side. Now looks to his right. Looks back left. Throws a fade. End zone. Swain going up. Grabs it in the end zone for a touchdown. But this might be offensive pass interference. We'll see what the call is as the flag comes out. Two feet down in the corner of the end zone for Swain. And we'll await the signal on the call. I think the back judge is going to get Swain for the push-off, and the only reason it is is, is right before Swain jumps, he had both hands on the back of the uh, Comer defender. And if you do that, it, it's just automatically going to draw that flag because it, it does look. And Swain, really, he, he'll learn with his height. He doesn't have to do that because he is so much taller than the, than the actual defender that all he just needs to do is jump. Don't push him. Don't touch him. Don't do anything. Just jump. And he can he can over he can as you said jump out of the gym. You know his his vertical leap will allow him to not have to push off. So, so is this the fourth or fifth penalty? This is the fifth penalty on the Aggies. They will choose, I believe, maybe call a timeout. This is an area real estate timeout. Let's reset it. Silicaga and JV's Silicaga and Comer's JV right now with 5:16 to go in this one quarter of JV football we'll have today in Legion Stadium. B.B. Comer, the home team. Aggies, the road team. No score. These two teams going at it. It's um, Silicon and B.B. Comer, and that's about all you have to say. We've already had one unsportsmanlike conduct penalty, tempers flaring. We've seen some a little pushing, a little shoving, kind of how you'd expect it to be. Reminds yeah. me back in the old days when we played. Yeah, it's, it's a, and uh, I was just informed we got a couple of the East Central officials up here with us. They're running the clock, the 25 second clock as well, and and they're doing heat timeouts tonight. So that is exactly what this is. This is inside the six minute mark, and it's the first dead ball inside the six minute mark. So they will definitely do a heat timeout. They're looking after these young men, making sure they get them plenty of fluid in them, because you know it's 82 it's, degrees. Yeah, it's it's 80 something degrees out there, and yes, it's a little bit you know it's. It's nice to us because the wind's blowing and you know but for them they're on turf which is probably touching 100 degrees and they've got full pads on so they need all the fluid they can get do you remember anybody ever asking you, what do you linemen say to each other when you're up there and you're about to hit each other and knock each other down? <laughs> I said, we can't repeat it in public. No, <laughs> never can repeat that in public. Can't you know, and that in public. And that's one of the things, too, to where, you know, you hate to say something like that because, you know, your, your, your elders may be listening, you know, and, you know, but it's just the truth. You get down there, you get your hands in the, you get your hands in the grass and you're ready to hit somebody. You want to intimidate them. You're going to do everything you can to intimidate, just really intimidate them. So it, it's, it's it's a little bit back and forth in your high school, you know, your high school, you know, kids right now. So oh, yeah. it'll be fourth down after a offsides penalty on the Comer Tigers. Cottingham rolls out right. He'll launch one down the right side. It's broken up right as the Aggies got a hand on it. And B.B. Comer will take over on downs. 5.08 to go in this JV quarter that we have. Who's that number? No score. Devin Williams. Yes, sir, Randy. That was Devin Williams on that on that play. He broke that up extremely well. Devin, Devin was running back, and 
I was watching him as he was covering. He had his back to the quarterback the whole time, never really looked back. But as soon as he seen the receiver try to make his position, Devin done a great job as far as turning his body around and finding the football. He was able to knock it away, and that gave Comer the football over on downs. Well, every afternoon at the practice sessions this week, they would spend at least 45 minutes on exactly what you just saw. He might have had his back to him, but it, eye contact, your, your footwork, where to put your body. First and 10, B.B. Comer, as they will call an area real estate timeout. No score, 5.08 to go. First quarter, let's take a break here from Legion Stadium. This is the Radio Alabama Sports Network presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. You wake up, go to the office, and take pride in your work. You're a professional. Why not eat like one? Go pro at Subway with double the meat on any footlong or any new protein bowl for just $2. Turn any sub into a protein bowl. And double the protein on any sub for just $2 more. Go protein at Subway of Silicaga on Highway 21 or the Walmart Shopping Center on Highway 280. Subway of Silicaga. Make it what you want. Harvey's on Noble has it all for everyone. Harvey's is the perfect combination of a fine, family-friendly, hometown restaurant and event venue for weddings, receptions, parties, and more. Harvey's on Noble, 280 North Anniston Avenue in Silicaga. Welcome back to Legion Stadium. Now, back to the action. First down, Comer Tigers. They'll have it at the 28-yard line. On their own 28, Harvey in a pistol set, running back behind him. It'll be a give right up the middle. Silicaga's defensive line is there. Here's the JVs in the first 15 minutes, 5.02 to go. First quarter be a loss of one. Back at the 27-yard line, both teams, Randy, one possession, a little bit of defense going on. Yeah, Richard Weem, he just got stopped uh, dead right there. And that's, that's Greg Wyckoff's favorite player because we saw him two years ago come out of nowhere. He's got great hands and great feet, but he just didn't have a hole to run through. Two split out to the left for B.B. Comer. One to the short side of the field to the right. Ball on the right hash. Comer Tigers moving left to right. High snap to Harvey. He'll roll out to his right. He'll slip. And even if his knee didn't touch down, they'll rule this play dead for no unnecessary hits. And Tigers backed up behind the sticks again on their second possession. They'll have it at the 20-yard line or roughly about a third and 19. Uh, we were talking earlier, Brent, when you were talking about the center, how critical that position is, not only to get a good snap off, but then he's got two big linemen right there in front of him. So, But we've had a couple bad snaps on the ground and over his head. Well, you know, we're looking right now. Your your center, number 64 for the Tigers, is that is Tylen Buck, uh, Buchanan. Uh, he's a seventh grader. And from here, Randy, he looks to be right somewhere around – Maybe 150, 160 pounds. Snap goes through the hands of Hall. Wow. Picked on, up Richard. by Wade. Come He'll on, run Wade. up the right Come side on, to the 20. Come 25. On, He'll fight to get back to the original line of scrimmage in a little bit more. So he took that one from the goal line off the high snap. Springs it back out to the 31-yard line, but still fourth down for B.B. Comer. Maybe starting to see why Richard Wade is one of Greg's favorite players. That's Randy. right. Greg, if you're listening, our man right there just made a good run. It'll be fourth down for the Tigers. They'll have it at the 30-yard line. Fourth and nine as the Aggie defense scatters a few players off the field. Coach Rob Carter roaming the sidelines for the first time here at Legion Stadium. Aggies are the road team in this one. Harvey in a pistol set again. Weed behind him. Tight end goes in motion from left to right. It stops behind the right tackle. 
Give right side Weed. He'll fight through one tackle. He'll move the pile up a yard, and Silicaga will take over on downs, as we expected here with the JVs going at it, guys. Uh, not a lot of punting going to happen when you're just trying to get reps. Yeah. And you're absolutely right, Jeremy, because when they – what they're doing now is, is they're getting them reps. They want, hey, let's let's go. Let's let's see what we can do. Let's 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 run this play. We've worked on it during the spring. Let's see how we can open this hole up. Let's do everything that we can to do, you know, and just see how our practices are setting in to you know our young men. You know, what are they doing? Are they making sure that they're getting their assignments as they need be? And so far, the Aggie defense is doing extremely well as far as putting pressure on the Comer Tigers. You know, but then Comer is doing extremely well as far as is making good plays. That was a disastrous play, but we turned it around. Hand off to Harrell. First play of this drive for the Aggies. Puts his foot in the ground at the 27. Piles up to the 25-yard line. An eight-yard gain on first down. Sets up a second and two. From the 25, Aggies need the 22-and-a-half, 23. Good run right there by Gabriel Harrell off the handoff from Jakari Cottingham. Now, that's yeah. a, that right there, I watched that several times. Coach Hale ran that play uh, against the defense a number of times this week, and he worked on this very making sure you're in your right spot, right position, and uh, that's still something they've got to – and got to work on. Jeffrey spins at the 23, looking for the red zone. He'll be stopped just shy at the 21 and a half, and that will be enough for a Silicaga first down. Aggies threatening to score. Second time they've been in this part of the field. Penalties have haunted the Aggies in this one. Also had a pass interference, an offensive push-off on a ball caught in the end zone by Q Swain, who is calling for a ball right now. They might try to send him one down the left sideline. No score. 2.25 to go in this first period. That's JV only as Cottingham comes out in the gun. Running back, Rance Machen to his right, and they'll hand it to him. He's across the 15 to the 14-yard line. Now, once again, very good job. I love talking about the interior linemen, both offensive and defensively. And right now, B.B. Comer's holding their own. But these these offensive linemen, they're very promising for what we've got coming up in a few years. You've got big number 61, Nathan Gordon, 62, Chris West. Then you move on down to 70, uh, Landon Haywood, 71, Elijah Williams. They are doing extremely well with that front line. Cottingham throws, end zone, Swain, touchdown, fade route corner of the end zone. Q Swain comes down with this one. No flags. Aggies get on the board first. A 20-yard touchdown strike from Jakari Cottingham to Quintavious Swain. And we talked about, you know, Swain, all he has to do with his size is just leap. And at that point in time, he went up and over Jesse Graham, number 15, for the Tigers. He didn't have to touch him. He didn't have to do anything, just leap up. And we talked about the size difference. You're probably talking at least six inches or more in height difference, so he's, that's all he had to do. Aggies will go for two. Cottingham, hands off, left side, matching in. All right, well, they'll rule him down at the half-yard line. Didn't get in, and he can't believe it. So, you're keeping score on the JV. It's 6-0 Aggies. The official signal is Machen didn't get in, but the Aggies do find the scoreboard in this one. Very good job by our guys. You know, we've seen some promising things, and as I talked about, the offensive line is starting to gel. They're starting they're starting to make that push off the line. They're able to open the holes to get the guys through, but... Once again, very good job by the Comer uh, defense. Number 19, Noah Wimmer, saved that two-point conversion by getting 
uh, the Aggies down right at the half-yard line. And uh, he come up limping just a little bit, but I think Wimmer will be okay, and he'll be back out there. You know, but very good job by our Aggies, very good job by the guys in order to really just, just drive the ball down the field, do what you're supposed to do, get your assignments. We get the ball in the end zone. We're now up 6 nothing. Listen, Q Swain is a varsity receiver, so yeah. he's not on the starting lineup for the varsity later that we'll have in probably about 15 minutes here, but he's a varsity-type receiver. Tough play in the corner of the end zone for the Tigers, but they'll come back out here on offense. Looks like Richard Weed will be in at quarterback or a Wildcat set, running back behind him in the pistol. High snap through the hands of Weed. It bounces all the way back to the 10. It gets away from him. Loose football down on the ground as Weed dives on it. He's back to the 7-yard line. Once again, that snap, that makes three of them, either on the ground or over his head. Yeah, Randy, you know, you and I, you know, both of us know that, you know, and, and we talked about it so many times, but as I was talking a while ago before everything changed over, that young man, number 64, Tylen Buchanan, they show him in the seventh grade, and he's having to go up against number 74, which is Jaden Bryant. And Jaden is more than likely looking at him right here as anywhere between 270 and 280. Yep. So you're looking at about a 120-pound difference. So this young man's got his, you know, he's got his job cut out for him as far as getting that – getting that ball back, and then also blocking that young man. Direct snap to Weed. He'll get a lot of these yards back, and he'll cross the original line of scrimmage and right at about the 25, 26-yard line. Big pickup as they were backed up to the five, and Weed with a 20-yard carry on a direct snap. You see that last second bow his head into him? He wasn't scared. (laughs) Richard Weed, he is an eighth grader. And in 2A ball, you're going to have a lot of 7th and 8th graders on your JV roster. That's, That's right. just how That's it's right. going to be. The Aggies, a lot of ninth, 10th graders on the JV. As there's 53.2 on the clock, JV Aggies lead this one 6-0 as Weed back in at quarterback again. Two receivers to the left, one to the right. High snap over the head of Weed again. Ball bounces back to the 10. They'll wrap up the running back wearing number 16, Gavin Vick, a 7th grader. He's back at the six-yard line, and D.B. Comer back behind the sticks again. This will be fourth and long. Time of possession. The Aggies have had the ball, with say, 60% of the time, 60 70% yeah, at I, least. Yeah, I do believe. And, and and the only reason for that right now is just the small miscues. And, and it's things that, you know, you can see Coach Fawcett down there right now. He's... You know, he's aggravated, but he knows now, he sees exactly what he's going to have to work on when we get into the fall. Whenever we get to these late summer practices and get ready for the fall, you know, for this squad anyway, he will put a lot of emphasis on, you know, on that young man, uh, Tylen Buchanan, and and go, look, you got to relax. It doesn't matter who's in front of you. Your main job is to transition that ball from your hand to your quarterback cleanly. And I am almost certain they will get that down. This young man, will, will you'll see him improve over the year with this coaching staff underneath him. Fawcett, Coach Strickland, Coach Vincent, all of these guys take so much pride in teaching these young men exactly how to play the game and how to play the game well. Depending on how many timeouts we're letting the teams have here in this one quarter of JV football at the spring scrimmage, Silicaga and the Comer Tigers. Silicaga will have the ball at the 45-yard line, the BB Comer 45, and however many timeouts they have, they have all of them. Silicaga is not, they have not burned one yet, so let's see what they try to do here with 24.8 on the clock. You you say, you know, you just just run it out maybe. But listen, two-minute type of offense, oh, yeah. game situations. Here's Cottingham comes out. Looks like Braden Large behind him. 
you know, why not go ahead and do some things? You know, take the two minutes. You're not trying to run the score up. You're not trying to do anything like that. You're trying to see what your offense can do. Smaller guys out on the right. Handoff large. He's at the 45 and stacked up at the line of scrimmage, pushed backwards. As that might be the final play for Silicaga. Coach Rob Carter signals in, tells him to hurry. Game clock's at 10 at 9, and Silicaga will maybe be struggling to get a playoff. Game clock at 5. At 4, Cottingham will clap his hands. Nobody is set. Flags will come out. They'll hand it off left side. That was Tony. It's Tony. Flag came out. Don't think it'll matter. JV will head back to the locker room. Nice showing for the JVs in this one. Randy, yep. B.B. Comer, and the Aggies. Only a 6 nothing score. Well, a lot that we've just witnessed, I watched this week. As I mentioned earlier, got a lot of work to do with a snap. Being out of position on that pass down here, I know that they worked on it. 45, 50 minutes on pass plays, defense. And so... Uh, you're right. What you're saying here is absolutely true because uh, they've got a lot of work to do between now and this fall. Well, there's there's no doubt, Randy, that, you know, yes, we see that they have a lot of work, but it's still, it's so promising to me to see the number of names that's on this list mm. that Coach Fawcett has got into that. He's got inside that school. He is earning the trust of every one of these young men and getting them out of the hall and getting them on the field. You know, and it's just going to get better. It's just going to get better and better for the Comer Tigers. And when that happens, it, it, it's just it, it's exciting. It, it's exciting to know that you now have a, a, a coaching staff that is building this program back. It's bringing everything back to where it's, where it's always been, you know, and just making it stronger and stronger. Well, here in a few minutes, we're going to get to see uh, some that he walked the halls and picked up are in the ninth grade. I'm sure they're going to get some playing time here in the next few minutes when the varsity steps out. Some pretty nice-sized young men, but again, it's their first first time out and uh, against another opponent, so playing with each other. Let's take a break here. We'll have nine minutes in between uh, these two. There are two different games. Had a JV game, varsity coming up next. Two 15-minute quarters coming up for the varsity. We'll be back in a few minutes. This is the Radio Alabama Sports Network presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. Coosa Valley MRI is open and ready to serve you when it comes to scheduling your MRI exam. Simply have your physician call or fax in your MRI order and we will handle the rest. Coosa Valley MRI, where patients come first. Huddle House on Highway 280 in Sylacauga is more than just breakfast. Huddle House is home to a variety of tasty burgers, sandwiches, and some of the best and biggest salads around. Huddle House on Highway 280 in Sylacauga. Any meal, any time. Hey, welcome to the party. Thanks for the invite. Is it someone's birthday or something? No, it's not somebody's birthday. Is it your anniversary? Nope, not my anniversary. So what's the occasion? I just refinanced my auto loan with Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. So you threw a party? Uh, yeah, refinance rates as low as 1.40% APR. That's a reason to celebrate. Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union, where you belong. Annual percentage rates vary. Limited time offer ends June 30th, 2021. Membership required. Insured by NCUA. Equal housing lender. Your pain relief starts here. Your 
pain relief starts here. Dry needling, compression ice therapy, electric stimulation, ultrasound, and good old-fashioned physical therapy. Donahue Physical Therapy has the tools and the combined 40 years of experience to help get you back to the action faster. Recover with Donahue. Gain relief and lose the pain today. Your pain relief starts here. Garris Specialties and Ponds has what you need. Loans as low as $5. Great deals on firearms and interesting items you won't find anywhere else. Garris Specialties and Pond, behind Pete's Feed and Seed in Silicaga. In the unfortunate event that you're in a car crash, what do you do? Call Collier Motors Paint and Body at 256-249-2900 or drop by 3315 Old Sylacauga Highway. Collier Motors Paint and Body, where every customer is a happy customer. Staying healthy, it's important to our well-being. It's Jared and Jacob Johnson from Marble City Pharmacy. We're here for all your medication needs. Have a question about medication? Come see us at Marble City Pharmacy. Imagine a world without tow companies. Vehicle ruins littering our highways. People pushing cars everywhere. It would be chaos. Our society needs tow companies. And when you need one, call Merkel's Anytime Towing. Being a member of the Sylacauga Chamber has major advantages. As a Chamber member, you're listed in the online directory, which receives an average of 1,000 views per month. Members receive a complimentary ribbon cutting with a new business, expansion, or new management. Use the Chamber website to display your job postings, events, and special deals. It's time to partner with the Sylacauga Chamber. Join by calling 256-249-0308. It's probably time to rotate and balance your tires. If you bought your tires at Right Tire and Service, they'll do it for free. When do you need to get it done? Every six to 8,000 miles or whenever Right Tire and Service is fulfilling an oil change. is the Marble City Classic. B.B. Comer versus Silicaga on the Radio Alabama Sports Network. Presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. Now, from the Comer Sports Network, Randy Kane. And the Aggie Sports Network, Brent Ashley and Jeremy Wall. Let's start over, shall we? So, JV portion of this one's over, guys. This is Jeremy Law, Randy Kane, Brent Ashley on Mix 106.5. Radio Alabama Sports Network brought to you this year by our friends at Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. Coosa Pines, FCU, where you belong. Varsity coming up next. Silicaga, B.B. Comer here at Legion Stadium. B.B. Comer, the home team. Aggies, the road team. If you're listening right here on Mix 106.5 or on the Mix 106.5 app or tune in, this is now the official radio home of the Comer Sports Network. BB Comer Tigers here on the Comer Sports Network. 
Um, right here on Mix 106.5, guys. Aggie Sports Network next year moving to 98.3. That's Fox Sports Central Alabama on 98.3 FM. So if you're flipping here on a Friday night to find Silicaga, you're in the wrong place. You'll find the B.B. Comer Tigers. Randy, I know you and Greg are excited about that. We are. As soon as I heard about it, it gave me chills to know that uh, they'll be able to hear us and we're not on a – because I had a lot of people last year couldn't get connected. And uh, we put the word out to a lot of the alumni that's not around here. They could sometimes get connected, but I'm happy to be on the, the major station here. And you can still locally. you can still stream it as well. So next year you can stream Comer on Mix, the Mix 106.5 app, Mix 106.5 on TuneIn, and also the Radio Alabama Sports app or on Mix1065radio.com. Tulkaga Aggies moving over to Fox Sports Central Alabama on 98.3 FM. Brent, a little bit better signal, a bigger signal rather, a lot more people probably be able to hear you this go around. Well, that is, then it's pretty awesome. And, and, and as I mentioned during the JV, if you're just now signing on and listening to us talk about the varsity guys here about to take the field, you know, I said this earlier, you know, my hat's off to, you know, Michael Brandon, you know, and Lee Perryman for everything they are doing with these radio stations and how they are getting into these communities. And I have to honestly say, give a little bit of props, too, to my boy Jeremy here. He's with me every Friday night, and I, you know, and I sometimes forget that during the week he's pounding the road himself trying to get these sponsors up, trying to help build these programs to where we can now bring you the B.B. Comer Tigers every Friday night on a mainstream radio to where you can hear everything that goes on with these Tigers. But then, you know, as we talked about, we're going to switch stations, so please keep that in mind. We're going to advertise this. We're going to push this forward. But we will go to the Fox Network, which is 98.3, once we get started. So keep that in mind as we get into the season this year that we will change over. But looking forward to it. Looking forward to it, Jeremy. The only thing I've learned in this broadcast is there's a misconception of who's in charge back <laughs> back on North Norton Avenue, I tell you. It, well, I, you know, I have to honestly, you know, I, we have to give our bosses a little bit of prop. They, You know, they still sign the checks. They do everything for us. But, you know, you you're, you're always the number one man. Don't worry. Yeah, you're always trying, the listen. number one man. I can tell you this from my perspective here. The equipment that we used the last two years and what I'm looking at on this table. Oh, you'll have this thing that, this year. I'm telling this you, they, they have put some cash behind the equipment for <laughs> oh, us to be able to be like a first-class yeah. operation. The good news is that you get this one. I get a brand-new one of these. So <laughs> we're going to fix it up and clean it up nice as, for you. As far as I'm concerned, we'll take it. <laughs> We'll take it. <laughs> yeah, you should see the uh, Tiger Sports Network. There she gets a little dirty, so ours is a little bit cleaner. Hey, let's go ahead and give you the Central Alabama Community College starting lineups, at least for the Aggies, because we do have their starting lineups. Guys, we did not get those for B.B. Comer. Um, at left tackle, we'll give you offense first. Across the offensive line from left to right at left tackle, we have Tank Wright at left guard, Jamar Walls. Center, Logan Corbett, right guard, Luke Thompson, right tackle, Hudson Hodges, your tight end, Bryant Waters, who is a big kid. You're going to hear a lot about him this year. Cottingham will move from JVQB to varsity wide receiver, along with Tavares Slaughter, Dell, and Riley Basinger. Well, behind the quarterback, we've seen this for about four years now. Malik Pope playing running back tonight. Brayson Edwards, your starting QB. On defense for the Aggies, across the defensive line from left to right, it'll be tank right at defensive end, nose tackle, Kyron Hughes. Right in, Dalton Miley, who led the team in sacks last year. Antoine Borden, outside linebacker. Two middle linebackers, Hudson Hodges and Logan Basinger. And then the big man, Jaquan Brownfield, coming off the edge. At right outside linebacker, DBs, 
Lauderdale and Cottingham at corner, and Malik Pope and Connor Twyman at safety. A lot of names you see, Brent, for the Aggies, but also a lot of new names. Hey, you're absolutely right. A lot of new names that have come up from last year. You know, you know we, we've talked about, you know, Kyron Hughes on defense. Dalton Miley done an outstanding job last year. You know, but then we're talking about Antonio Borden. We're waiting, we cannot wait to see what that young man can do at the linebacker position. You know, Logan Basinger. Logan Basinger was able to get in a, a, a couple of Q, excuse me a couple of you know games that were you know big games a, a, a pivotal point for him to either do well or you know kind of be that weak link he stepped in and was not that weak link and done a great job so now i'm looking forward to see how logan handles this game here and how he controls that linebacker position as far as reading the quarterback reading the hole and then attacking the football we'll talk about this bb comer offense randy Quarterback, Devontae Carmichael, James Carmichael, the wide receiver, Chris Garrett, Kamari Harris, your running backs, a dynamic offense for this B.B. Comer, especially at the 2A level. And you may see John Murphy in the backfield or and on defense as they uh, move around Kamari Harris. You'll see him. You, you may even see number 25, Richard Weed, back out here playing with the varsity a little bit. So we don't have a starting offense because yesterday afternoon, even at practice, coach was moving so many people around and giving them an opportunity to move from tackle to guard. Spring ball, baby. Spring ball. <laughs> so. so we'll give those to you as they roll out there for the Comer Tigers. They're in the home blacks, white stripes down the side of the black pants, white trim on the shoulders, white numbers outlined in Vegas gold on front and back. Captain for the Comer Tigers, quarterback Devontae Carmichael. You'll have a few for the Aggies, Malik Pope, Brayson Edwards, and Luke Thompson as they'll come across the field to meet Devontae Carmichael at the 50-yard line right at midfield. Varsity football, B.B. Comer, Silicon, we've already mentioned it. We're not, quote-unquote, keeping score. There's a lot of people with their iPhones out tallying touchdowns in this one. Oh, it's, it's definitely that. They they want to know. it. It Just because that scoreboard just says Tigers and Visitors, that doesn't mean a thing. They're going to keep up with who scores when, how many times they scored, how much yardage they can pick up, you know, what they're doing against each one of these programs. Because, you know, even though once we talked about, you know, they have not faced each other in five years in regular season, you know, this, this game right here means a lot to these young men because they're taking this field again against each other even though it's in a jamboree game, look, they're going hard at it. We've seen that in the JV game. I mean, we had a penalty for unsportsmanlike because of the jawing, and that was in JV. So you know these guys in varsity are going to really bring the heat, and they're going to want to prove a point one way or the other. Well, let me make a, a comment about Riley Basinger. His grandfather, Mike Basinger, played at Comer, played in the Marble City Classic. And we lost Mike a couple of years ago to cancer. Yep. His grandmother's right down here. She called me today and said, keep an eye on my grandson. So I told her I'd give her a plug and Mike. <laughs> and that's that's awesome to hear. You know, Mike was one of those things. So Gaga will get the football first, moving right to left after the coin toss. Aggie fans, they're out in the sun right now. They're in the home stands. B.B. Comer on the home side. Every Aggie fan's over there, but... Connor Twyman's granddad, Mr. Poyer, I was walking up the stairs. I said, you're on the wrong side. He said, I ain't sitting in the sun over there. So I, and I do not blame <laughs> him at all. So him. he is set up here in the shade. There's probably a few more Aggie faithful out here 
on the Comer side as well as they'll get this one started in just a few seconds. You will have kickoffs here in varsity. I don't think you will have kickoff returns. You will have PATs. You will not have a rush on PATs. Correct. And you'll have punts, but you will not have punt returns from what we have been told. So a lot of this uh, may be a little bit for show, and they may not even send out a special teams unit. They may just let them kick it from the 40 and let the kickers get some practice. Yeah, Jeremy, and one thing before we get this varsity thing underway, you know, and I know Randy just had a plug for for Logan Basinger's grandmother there, but I have to also say one of our officials tonight is Scott Murphy. Scott's on the far field from us. He is the deep judge, and he, his daughter uh, was hospitalized a couple of weeks ago, and she, to the from the last report I've heard, I have not heard anything up to date, but the last report I heard that she was responding a lot better to the, the family members that were coming into the hospital, so everything was real good, and so it's good to see Scott back out here because that means his daughter is doing it extremely well we have the opening kickoff but now the Aggie offense that was would have been base singer I believe out on the return and it would have been if we were having returns yes. yeah so you're going to see the varsity offense for the first time tonight this Aggie offense led by senior quarterback and second year starter Brayson Edwards Malik Pope will be on his hip the four-year starter at running back and when we say starter, split a lot of time with a lot of guys, but been the lead guy for most of it. Wide receivers, question marks, but you bring up some good players. Cottingham, Lauderdale, Bay Singer, Q Swain, who just had a touchdown in JV. As we'll start off in a diamond set. Edwards in the shotgun, ball at the 25-yard line. Aggies moving right to left, handoff left side. Malik Pope step arms one man. He'll get across the 30 and pushed out of bounds at the 31. So a six-yard gain for the Aggie senior, Malik Pope. And... If you thought he couldn't get it any bigger and his shoulders get a little wider, well, I think he has. Yeah, well, that was one of the things last year that our coaches talked about, that our guys have got to get some mass. And as you talk about that, before this next play kicks off, I'll come back and talk about the young man that I want to point out that really got some mass over the school year. Lauderdale to the right, rolling to the left. Snap and a give. Jaquan Brownfield up the middle. He'll spin across the 35, pick up the first down to the 36. So you're going to see Brownfield go both ways in this one as well. Yeah, Brownfield will definitely go both ways. They need to see exactly what that young man can do. And uh, But very good job by the 11th grader, Dalen Welch, for the Comer Tigers, number two. You know, Randy talked about in the beginning of the uh, JV game about how the fundamentals are being taught at Comer now, that open field tackle. You know, Dalen is a safety, comes up from his safety position and makes the tackle on Pope for no more than uh, really a two- or three-yard gain. So very good job there by Welch. Logan Corbett, the center, will snap it to Brayson Edwards. He'll hand it off. Look at here. This time to Brownfield again. Actually, that is not Brownfield. That is number five. It's Kyron Hughes. You should have known. He is stuffed right at the line of scrimmage. Maybe got half a yard to the 37-yard line. Second and a long for Sulacaga. They're moving right to left in white. Cardinal helmets, Cardinal numbers. Aggies, the road team in this one, second and nine, 14 minutes on the clock here in the first half. So two 15-minute halves for the varsity in the spring jamboree. Silicog and B.B. Comer for the first time since 2015. Tight end, splits out wide to the left, 
Malik Pope to the left hip of Brayson Edwards. Edwards, quick flare out. Malik Pope catches at the 37, makes a man miss at the 40. Here's a Malik Pope across midfield, pushed out of bounds near the 45 of B.B. Comer, and that's an Aggie first down, and you see the moves from Malik Pope. Yeah, Malik still, he has that vision to where once he gets his body turned and gets to the outside, he is able to find the holes, make the cuts, make the jukes, and get down the field to where you know it's, it gets Silicaga in great position in order to make TDs. Malik Pope felt uh, a little overlooked when he didn't make the list of top 100 players in the state of Alabama. Brayson Edwards came in at number 99. Here's Edwards with Malik Pope offset into his left ball in the left hash at the BB Comer 45. Edwards rolls out to his right, a throw low but caught at the 39, and that on the reception will be Bryant Waters, the tight end. Yeah, what I'm liking so far, Jeremy, is the fact that, that Logan Corbett, number 50, our, our center this year, he's having to take over for a very talented young man, but he's doing a great job so far tonight. The actual transition from center to quarterback has been flawless so far. He's also pulling and able to pick up other blocks. So Logan Corbett doing a great job tonight for the Aggies. He's put on some size. Yes, Snap he has. back to Brayson Edwards. Hands off Malik Pope. Plays blown up, and Malik Pope spins out of it. He's crossed the 40, steps on the man, 35 and he's rode out of bounds and slung across the track, keeps his feet at the 32. So Malik Pope gets another Silicaga first down, and that's just a good run from a, a veteran running back. Yeah, and James Carmichael's got to be careful the way he handled that uh, after he got past the white lines. Luckily, he didn't get a flag. First and 10, Aggies at the 32, marching on their first varsity possession of this spring game. Legion Stadium. Home to both B.B. Comer and Silicaga. First and 10 at the Comer 32. Aggies moving right to left in white. Edwards shifts out Malik Pope one step to his right. Here's a snap, Edwards. Quick throw left side off the hands of Basinger, then off the hands and behind Roland. It'll set up a second and 10 at the 32. I think that play was definitely the design for Basinger cutting right there across the middle, right behind the linebackers, because the play designed to where the running back pulls up, so that makes the linebackers freeze because they have to see what the quarterback's about to do, and that allowed the lane to open up behind them, and Basinger was going into that lane, but then then Brayson just threw it behind him and was no way that Logan could get his, excuse me, Hayden could get it turned around and get that ball. No score, 12.49 to go, oh, first half. Riley Basinger and rolling to the left. You'll have Lauderdale to the right. Give right side Malik Pope had a hole that closed quickly, but he does get across the 30, picks up five yards to the 27, drug a couple guys there and sets up a, a big third down here early in this game. Yeah, once again, very good job by the Comer front line, that defensive line. There it was number 54, that is Hagen Dealey. He he got in there, got a hold, and never let go until his other guys got with him and was able to pull Pope down, and put and it put Silicaga in that third and six situation. Ball on the right hash, third and six. 12-15 to go, first half. Malik Pope to the right hip of Edwards. He looks right, throws right. It's... Borden on the catch. It's, excuse me, Lauderdale, and he'll stroll into the end zone for a touchdown. Broke a tackle on a quick turnaround, and he finds the end zone, the north end zone of Legion Stadium for the first score of the game. Tavares Lauderdale getting the Aggies on the board. Yeah, Lauderdale done a really good job. He made the he made the cut back extremely quick, and what that happened was John Murphy was reading his eyes, but by the time Lauderdale made the cut, John could not make the adjustment in time, so that just allowed Lauderdale to make the cut. John was froze for just a moment. Lauderdale went by him, touchdown Aggies, good job. 
Camden Faircloth on for the extra point. And this, Jeremy, this is the young man I'm talking about. Over the school year, he has put on some mass. Now, this young man has been really small his whole life, but he has put on some mass and looking forward to some kicking out of this young man this year. And that one was up and good for the point after attempt. There'll be no rush on PATs. They don't even let the defense go out. PAT up and good. It's a 7-0 Silicaga lead with 12.05 to go first quarter. Let's take a break. This is the Radio Alabama Sports Network presented by Coosapines Federal Credit Union. Hey, welcome to the party. Thanks for the invite. Is it someone's birthday or something? No, it's not somebody's birthday. Is it your anniversary? No, not my anniversary. So what's the occasion? I just refinanced my auto loan with Coosapines Federal Credit Union. So you threw a party? Uh, yeah. Refinance rates as low as 1.40% APR. That's a reason to celebrate. Coosapines Federal Credit Union, where you belong. Annual percentage rates vary. Limited time offer ends June 30, 2021. Membership required. Insured by NCUA. Equal housing lender. Staying healthy. It's important to our well-being. It's Jared and Jacob Johnson from Marble City Pharmacy. We're here for all your medication needs. Have a question about medication? Come see us at Marble City Pharmacy. Whatever you're craving, breakfast, tasty burgers, sandwiches, or some of the best and biggest salads around, Puddle House has it. Puddle House on Highway 280 in Sylacauga. Any meal, any time. Welcome back to Legion Stadium. Now, back to the action. Aggie score a touchdown on their first possession. Now the B.B. Comer Tigers will have it at the 25-yard line. Camden Fairclaw kicked it off. It was James Carmichael back for the return, but on the return, ball is dead upon the catch. First and 10, B.B. Comer 75 yards away from their end zone. Tigers going north to south in the black tops and pants. Black helmets shaded in a little gold. It'll be Devontae Carmichael, the quarterback. James Carmichael, excuse me, it's Kamari Harris behind him. It'll be a keeper. Carmichael across the 25 up to the 27-yard line. Fake the speed sweep to the right, Randy, and it was a keeper for Devontae all the way. Yeah, they worked on that a lot this week, and uh, Devontae, uh, if he gets a step on you, you're not going to catch him, but the Aggie line there, they put a stop to it. You see the size of running back Chris Garrett, who is behind Devontae Carmichael. Very wide shoulders. A big bruiser that also has some speed. Carmichael in a pistol set. Garrett behind him. Second and seven from the 27. Handoff Garrett. Shakes a tackler in the backfield. Across the 30. Gets to the 32. And this could be a hold or maybe a face mask. It was thrown what looked like on the tackle as the flag comes out at the 30-yard line. We'll await this signal. And it looks like this one... Might be coming back as we wait for that signal. Flags down at the 30. Thought it might be a defensive penalty because of when the flag was thrown. Aggies pointing at Tigers. Tigers pointing at Aggies. And I'm just looking for the white cap, Brent. <laughs> I don't even see him. There he is. He's there behind a couple of Tigers, yep. and they're discussing this call. And this one looks like it's coming back. Actually, no, they're going to wave the flag off. So... No penalty, and they'll have a third down. Will B.B. Comer on their first possession at the 32. Third and three for the Tigers at the 32-yard line. They need the 35, and you just saw a nice move for Chris Garrett. 
He was stopped in the backfield, as or so it looked, Randy, and he's just a shifty guy back there. Well, let's see what Devontae does on this one. He, uh... Harris, you're running back now. Tight end goes in motion from right to left. Ball in between the hashes. Carmichael barks the signal. Bootleg out to the left. Throws, has a man open for first down. The tight end sneaking out of the backfield across the 40 to the 42. And that was Drew Hallman on the reception. Yeah. He had to go up for it, but Devontae had to go down for the snap. And as we know, that messes up your timing to, uh, to get to your receiver. And, guys, they are keeping the score out on the board. So they, they put it up there, 7 oh. nothing Aggies. We were told that wouldn't happen in this one. 11.02 to go here in the first 15 minutes of this one. Two 15-minute halves. Carmichael, first and 10 at the 42. He'll hand it off to Harris. As Harris will be gathered around as he's moving to his right, and he'll be stopped for no gain at the 42. Kamori Harris wearing the number 23. Tried to stretch it right and ran out of real estate. All I can say is that is Friday night football tackling right there. Jaquan Brownfield, the man making the tackle, and if you're an Aggie fan, you got to be excited about him. If you saw any team photos throughout spring practice, you could always find Jaquan Brownfield, whether he was wearing a number eight or not. Uh, Shoulders a little wider and head and shoulders above everybody else. Second and 10, Carmichael, low snap, runs into his running back, Garrett. Puts it in his belly across the 45 to the 47. He'll set up a third and manageable now, about a third and six and a half at the 47-yard line. A couple low snaps here, Randy. Yep. Throwing off Carmichael, who we know is a very good quarterback. Yeah, that's something the junior as well as the varsity has got to work on snapping. But i got to say, at the far side of the field, Offensive line, they opened up a, a nice hole for him to make a few yards. Chris Wilson, the freshman, comes off. Dalen Welch, a junior, comes in. Devontae Carmichael will get his guys back up to the line of scrimmage. 9.38 to go, first half. Aggies lead 7-0. B.B. Comer with the football with a third and six at the 42. Low snap, Carmichael again throws the playoff. He'll roll out to his right. Antoine Borden there and a couple more Aggies there to bring, back, bring Carmichael down back at the 37. Antoine Borden coming off the left side, had him wrapped up. Bryant Waters in there as well. Couple snaps, Randy, and this would look like a promising drive for the Comer Tigers here in this spring game. Couple low snaps, and a bad snap can throw off a drive. Yep, and it has just right here in front of me. That's uh, as I said earlier, I saw that all week at practice, and uh, there's a lot of work to be done between now and the fall. Tigers will punt it away. Brent will will turn your mic back on and let you on this broadcast. They'll punt it. Get a good little leg into it. Aggies will catch it at the 27-yard line. Aggie offense, one possession, one touchdown. They were backed up into a third and six. It was Lauderdale on a touchdown catch. Caught it behind the sticks, took it the rest of the way. What did you see on that first offensive possession for B.B. Comer? Or first offensive possession for Sylacauga, first defensive possession for B.B. Comer. Well, the first the first possession for the, the the Aggies was was just you could see them you know doing things that they were they're just a continuation from last year. They're they're getting their block assignments. They're doing exactly what they need to do. You know, as I talked about, the center to quarterback transition is very good. You know, Malik Pope he, he has not left you know not missed a beat. Gained a little bit more size, a little bit more width. You know. 
Brayson Edwards doing a great job, you know, controlling his, his offense. So, you know, it's it's just it's it's exciting to see these guys really not missing, you know, much after after losing a lot of key players, the ones that have taken into that spot, you know, have done a good job on that first drive. But now for Comer, you know, their defense is showing very good promise, especially up front. Uh, you need to get out. You need to come see these Comer Tigers play and, and see the size of that front line for them. You know, they're just going to get better and better. We have a heat timeout, an area real estate timeout. Let's take a break here from Legion Stadium. Aggies lead at 7-0 with 8.38 to go first half. This is the Radio Alabama Sports Network from Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. Your business will thrive as a member of the Sylacauga Chamber of Commerce because the Chamber promotes community. A strong local economy means creating a quality of life that a workforce wants to live, play, and stay in. That's why, as a Chamber member, you get to actively play a role in the advancement of Sylacauga. Ready to be a part of the change? Join now by calling 256-249-0308. Chronic wounds can lead to a diminished quality of life, but it doesn't have to be that way. The Coosa Valley Wound Care Center can help, and no referral is needed for our close-to-home excellent wound care. Call the Coosa Valley Wound Care Center for an appointment at 256-872-7777. Back at Legion Stadium, first and 10, Silicaga, Brayson Edwards with Malik Pope behind him, pistol set, two receivers to the left, two split out to the right as play is blown back live. That timeout brought to you by Area Real Estate. Hope with a shift a little bit to the right. Here's the snap. Edwards quick throw out to the right. As Bryant Waters on the catch makes the grab at the line of scrimmage. Gets two more to the 30. It'll be second and eight for Silicaga. 8.30 to go in this first 15-minute half. 7-0 Aggies put a little drive together. It wasn't a quick score like we saw a lot last year, Brent. They ran seven or eight plays before they got to the end zone on their first possession. Yeah, and, and that's one of the things that, that the Aggies have done all year long. They just they just keep driving, keep driving, and they wear that defense down until that fourth quarter, and then they just opened it up. And that's exactly what they're doing here. Short drives, short drives, move the sticks, keep going, and then eventually put it in the end zone. Hand off up the middle, Malik Pope. He'll get enough for the first down, just enough across the 37 for a first down. Bryant Waters, a guy that's your tight end, he's already made a couple plays in this game, Brent, placed in the state javelin, I believe. So yes. state track and field, I think second in the state in javelin. This is a big, strong kid that you like to have at tight end. Yeah, he, he's one of those, once again, all-around athletes that can do it all, and, and it's good to see him out here at that tight end position for the Aggies. First and 10 Aggies at their own 37. Handoff up the middle. It's Kyron Hughes. He lowers the head, bruises through the hole. He picks up 10 and just enough for a first down. Now, who is that young man, number five? Kyron Hughes. Kyron Hughes. Fullback last year. He's a dynamic guy, nose tackle on defense. Uh, a lot of guys going both ways for both of these teams here in this spring scrimmage. And the one thing that they'll get with Kyron Hughes on over the summer and during summer practice is wrapping that football up because that could have easily gone to Comer on that play because Comer come up with the ball. Brayson Edwards gets out of a sack, throws it to the right as Malik Pope on the catch, and that'll save a loss of 10. That'll turn into a gain of two. And you had Odin running down the right side of the field wide open. But Brayson Edwards had already rolled a little bit to his left. Miscommunication. And Sulacaga still able to nab out two yards. Now, I have to give credit to Comer's defensive line on that. They they 
the penetration they were able to get off that play and get into the backfield, that made Brayson come to the left. Once he stepped to the left, there was no way he was going to get the ball back out to the right. So number 19, Cameron Faircloth, is in at a wide out. Quick throw, left side, Riley Basinger. Catch at the 50, foot in the dirt at the 47, gets to the 45. Third and four on the way for Silicaga into B.B. Comer territory for the second time tonight. First time a touchdown, 624 on the clock here in the first half of this game. Again, two 15-minute halves, Silicaga and B.B. Comer, Marble City Classic Jamboree edition as Silicaga's marching in B.B. Comer territory. Last third down turned into a touchdown off a broken tackle by Tavares Lauderdale on a 20-yard touchdown reception. Silicaga will huddle a lot more this year, and this one will be somewhat of a sugar huddle. They'll break close to the line of scrimmage and quickly get set. Faircloth split out to the left, three receivers out to the right. Edwards claps his hands, waits for the snap. A fake to Pope, stands back in the pocket, throws over the middle, and it's intercepted at the 27. That's Devontae Carmichael with the pick, and he'll lead his team back out on offense. Devontae Carmichael with a very good job. All the defense did was set and read Brayson Edwards. I'm sorry to say on that play, Brayson Edwards never took his eyes off of Logan. That's where the ball was going the entire time. The defense picked that up very quickly. There was three people on Logan, but on the on less than five yards away from him on the right side of the field, Brant Waters was wide open. But the ball never went that way. The look never went that way. And Riley Basinger was right there trying to get it, but had to fight off three defenders. Couldn't do it. Carmichael comes down with the ball for the Tigers. The Comer Tigers take over on their own. Uh, what is that, Jeremy? The 28? They're on their own 27-yard line as Randy Kane, your BB Comer Tigers, come up with a big stop. Well, the last uh, hour of practice yesterday was eye contact, keeping your eyes on the ball. Handoff. Look to be Dalen Welch on the handoff. A flag is down at the 32. And this one might be moved back up. Might be on Silicago. We'll see. It was a handoff to Welch off to the right side. He lost a couple. And this is, will be an illegal shift, I look like, or maybe an illegal formation. Yeah, an illegal formation. They only had six guys on the line of scrimmage. And this one will... Move B.B. Comer back. They already lost a couple, and we'll see what Silicaga chooses to do. It could be first and 15 or second and 12. Referees converging around the football, standing at the 30. New this year, Brent, in our association, we have the um, microphone, so they'll touch their chest and talk back and forth. And I, I just missed the old... Accept or decline signal from the sideline to get this thing rolling along. Uh, you're you're right there, you know. But communication is key, and you know it looks like it was it's definitely an illegal uh, illegal formation. Which, as you said, Comer only had six men on the line of scrimmage, and uh, so Silicaga declined it, and it's going to be uh, second down and ten here, and we're going to move forward. Think about second down and 10, second down and 11, ball at the 28. Carmichael fakes the handoff, keeps it himself, goes right behind the center. He's across the 35 to the 36-yard line. Good run by Carmichael, who just had the interception, and it sets up a third and manageable. Yeah, 
And Jeremy, we reach that. Well, I think they're going to wait until it gets inside the five-minute mark at 5.37. I expected them to go ahead and call the heat timeout and uh, move forward, but I do believe that they more than likely will get inside the five-minute mark on this game and uh, call another heat timeout and uh, allow these young men to get them some uh, fluids in and uh, finish out the uh, first uh, quarter, first 15-minute play uh, of this ball game. Third and two at the 36. Tigers need the 38. Bad snap goes off the hip of the quarterback, and it rolls all the way back to the 26-yard line. That was Devin Harvey in at QB, and the bad snap will lead to another B.B. Comer punt. Comer, Randy, they're keeping themselves in it, but also keeping themselves out of it with a couple missed exchanges on a couple snaps. Haven't looked bad on offense. Have had a chance to put a couple drives together. Kind of sputtering there on third down. As we talked before we kicked off with the junior varsity, we talked about how important it is you've got to get the ball in the quarterback's hand so he can make the play happen. You can't be jumping up over your head, on the ground. you got to get it in the quarterback's hand to give him time to get the play moving, to execute the play. Pun for the Tigers goes back to the 36, Brent. Let's pause 10 seconds for station identification. Mix 106.5 is WFXO, HD2, Stewartville, Silicaga, Childersburg, home of the Silicaga Aggies on the Aggie Sports Network. Thank you for pausing 10 seconds for station identification with us. Jeremy Law, Brent Ashley, Randy Kane, Comer Sports Network, Aggie Sports Network teaming up tonight for this spring at Marble City Classic. Silicon and B.B. Comer, 4.30 to go first half. Aggies with a the football. They lead it 7-0. Ball at the 36-yard line. Flag comes out on a handoff right side. Malik Pope sheds a tackler at the 37. Gets across the 40 to the 41, but this one will be coming back. Yeah, this one definitely will be coming back. If you ever see the white cap throw the flag in the backside of the field, it's going to be the fact that either somebody did not get set or either and it was a legal substitution of some sort. So he's talking it over now, trying to figure out exactly what went wrong. Legal yep, shift. Legal shift, and that's going to back the Aggies up. Hasn't there been a long history of the Pope kids playing at Silicaga? I'm just <laughs> tons of it's them. It's ringing yeah. a bell even back well, in the You had 70s. Kelsey, Kelsey and Kyle in the recent future. Kelsey, an assistant on the University of Tennessee staff. Kyle Pope is, I believe, now at Memphis after a stint at Alabama and coaching with Hugh Freeze at Liberty. Malik Pope is, uh, and also Keaton Wilson, the brother of Kelsey and Kyle, was a heck of a quarterback here at Silicaga. There's just a long lineage of good players as here is Malik to the right hip and they'll give it to him he'll bounce off tackle left side shed a tackler at the 35 and he's drugged down at the 36 didn't get far did Malik picked up about all the yards we lost on the illegal shift and he's to the 36 yard line for a second and 10 so far what I've seen Randy for this Comer defense is they swarm to the football quickly yeah the entire team the last two years you get one of them get a hold of you here comes the other 10 and you see the intensity on the sideline. One of those guys very intense, Stephen Strickland. <laughs> His brother and dad are on the other sideline. <laughs> yeah, that's one thing about this game here. When you have Comer and Sylacauga play in, you'll have coaches that graduated from Comer, had careers at 
at Sylacauga, you know, and they may be coaching at Comer. And then, of course, you know, your dad or your brother, they may stay at the home team, which is Sylacauga, you know. But then you also have, you know, Mark Vincent, you know, Mark Vincent and and his brothers, you know, all of those guys, you know, they come through the Sylacauga program. But so many different things that went on that – that, so you're, you know, Brent, not to cut you off here, but we just had a deep shot down the right side. It was a pass incomplete. Lauderdale caught it, but he was out of bounds. But then you get a face mask while tackling Brayson Edwards and then a 15-yard unsportsmanlike conduct to go along with it. Yeah. 30 yards worth of penalties here. Yeah, that, that's that's huge. And, and, and yes, Jeremy, i seen that happen as, as you were talking. You were looking at the play going downfield. I was keeping my eyes on the backfield, you know, as speaking. And you're absolutely right. You know, they, they did get a hit on Brayson. And as they were bringing him down, the face mask was pulled. But I think what got him was when he got up, he kind of he, he held on to it a little bit longer, but yet stood over stood over him a little bit too long. And, and they're just really not going to, you know, do that. So... So the face mask was on Silicaga. So now they're offset. The original signal, I believe, was both on BB Comer. These are offsetting penalties, guys. And now yep. second and ten for Silicaga at the 36-yard line. So a lot for not. Right. As we'll have a second and ten again with the offsetting penalties. Brayson Edwards, Malik Pope behind him, Bay Singer, and Swain. Now for the first time here on Varsity, split out to the left. You'll have Odin and Bryant Waters to the right. And and now, Brent, you're a former official. Can you offset an unsportsmanlike conduct penalty? Well, it, it's not an offset because one should have been a live ball foul, and then the other one is a dead ball foul. So both of them should have been marked off. Uh, it may have brought the ball back to the exact same spot, but they should have marked both of them off because it, in this situation, you know, if you have a live ball foul, then a dead ball foul, the live ball foul may have only been 10 yards. Same then result. Then the dead ball foul could have been 15 yards. Correct. So that would have that would have given the offense a five-yard advantage. But in this case, both of them are 15-yard penalties, so both of them stay right where they are. They well, Officials get, done a good job. We'll get set again, second and 10 at the 36-yard line. And now B.B. Comer jumps into the neutral zone with contact, and that's a free five yards for Silicaga, second and five at the 41 now, as we did see the face mask caught on Brayson on the, I guess he's being tackled, and he brings the guy down by the face mask, and then the unsportsmanlike conduct. So now second and five from the 41-yard line, Aggies moving right to left in the road-white uniforms here at Legion Stadium, B.B. Comer, in the black uniforms, white numbers outlined in gold, white trim down the sides of the pants and on the shoulders for the Tigers. Brayson Edwards, shotgun set. Two receivers to the right, two to the left. Waits for the snap, gets it. Throw over the middle. Basinger stopped on his route. Maybe thought he was sitting down in zone coverage. Edwards kept leading him, and it was almost another dangerous throw as Edwards had the touchdown and an interception in this one. Yeah, very good job there by Drew Hallman for the Comer Tigers. Drew was able to get, he really didn't get a lot of penetration, but he was able to get to the line and get his hands up. And once he threw his hands up, that made Brayson have to throw the ball up and over him. So when the ball projection started to go up, you know, that's where Riley Basinger had no choice but just to try to leap and, and catch and just could not get to it. Three split out to the right, ball in the middle of the hashes at the 46-yard line. Swain on an island to the left. 
It's a third and five. Edwards on a straight drop back, looks over the middle, fires over the middle, throw behind Lauderdale, gets to the grass as Lauderdale had two hands on it, but it was well behind him on a hot shot, and that one gets to the ground and forces a fourth and six. Well, I've seen three opportunities Comer could possibly have intercepted a ball. They're taking their eye off. I've watched it this week, keeping your eye focused on where's the ball. I know you got to be defender. Watch that def- uh, the offensive receivers out there. But I've, I've watched three opportunities that they could have intercepted the ball, but they put themselves out of position. Camden Faircloth will punt it away to one B.B. Comer Tiger to return. Four offensive possessions, one touchdown. Aggies lead at 7-0 with 3.14 to go here in this first 15-minute half, guys. A pretty good flow to this spring game and pretty tight so far. Yeah, very good job for the guys. And, uh, ooh, and that one there... <laughs> Faircloth wishes he could have that one back. That wasn't but about a 15-yard punt. Uh, the ball comes severely off the side of his foot, and uh, you see the frustrations from him. You know, he knows that, you know, just that slight miss, and uh, and I shank it out, and he wishes for that one back to be able to get it, you know, a little bit further downfield. But, but that's the way it goes, and that's one of the good things here is, you know, but now Comer gets the ball right at the 41-yard line to start their drive. We have a heat timeout here at Legion Stadium. We'll take a timeout with them. 7 nothing Aggies, 3.14 to go first half. This is the Radio Alabama Sports Network from Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. From paint, pipes, tools, and lumber, everything at Van Sant Hardware is about quality and excellence. Whether you're a contractor or a DIY guy, Van Sant Hardware has what you need. Go to Van Sant Hardware and supply on Highway 280 in Oak Grove. Over 50% of drivers think there could be something wrong with the vehicle they use on a daily basis. Statistics show 10% of all cars on the road have a check engine light on for over three months. That's scary. If you're one of those drivers, it's time to get your car taken care of the right way at Right Tire and Service in Sylacauga. Getting it done the right way. This is the Marble City Classic on the Radio Alabama Sports Network, presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. Back at Legion Stadium, 7-0 Silicaga on the State Farm Agent Albia Steers scoreboard. Mix 106.5, Jeremy Law, Brent Ashley, Randy Kane. Randy Kane of the Comer Sports Network, which has now found its rightful home right here on Mix 106.5. Aggie Sports Network will move over to Fox Sports Central Alabama on 98.3 FM. Tigers with the football at the 41-yard line. Low snap on the turf. A couple guys fighting for it. And I think Carmichael was able to get down on top of it and save this possession. We'll be second and 11 at the 40. I'm not sure the snap even got two foot off the ground on that, on that one. Yeah, Daniel Murphy, he's 11th grader for the Tigers, at number 50. You know, Randy, he's he's struggling a little bit getting that that transition, you know, back to the quarterback. And and as we talked about, especially when you've got a pistol formation, you know, that snap is very important for your quarterback's timing. Hand off to Harris. He breaks one off the middle. At the 40, at the 30, Harris turns on the burners, 20, 15, 10, and he's slung down at the five-yard line. Harris breaks off a big one, and the Tigers with a chance to try to tie this game up. Kamari's got some speed, and once he got a little opening there, he uh, he took advantage of it. Jeremy, I talk about plays like that against our, our Aggies whenever 
the defense, this they just collapsed in too far. The linebackers froze themselves to the middle, and that allowed Comer to seal the outside. Great job by number 65. That is Zakaria Carpenter. He he really closed that corner off and allowed uh, Harris to get outside and make that beautiful run down to the four. Chris Garrett will replace Harris behind the Carmichael. First and goal at the four, handoff, and he's in. There you go. Garrett scores, and Tigers get their first six on the board, extra point pending a tie ball game. And you know what exactly what momentum does. Continues to carry. Maybe a little shift in it right now. Silicaga scored on its first possession, has come up blank ever since, and with 2.08 to go in the first half of this one, it's 7-6 to six Aggies lead, and B.B. Comer... Looks like they will go for two, and they will. Carmichael back out. Chris Garrett, the running back who just scored the touchdown, will be in a pistol set. One receiver split out wide to the left, two receivers to the right. Here's Carmichael, handoff. Garrett, he'll fight through the middle. He'll get in, and the Tigers lead it 8-7. Very good job by the Comer offensive line. Comer's guys, they, they really are showing out a lot right here. Big number 54, that's going to be Hagen, Hagen Dealey, along with 65, Zachary Carpenter. And also big number, it looks like 73, I do believe, was in there for the Tigers on that on that offensive line. And they just they blew off the ball, pushed, got a great push into the secondary of Silicaga's defense, opened the hole, and that allowed Comer to get that two-point conversion and go up here 8-7. to seven. Uh, You know. For a game that doesn't count, it sure feels like it counts. Oh, yeah. Eight this game seven, counts. <laughs> it counts. You know, this this is going to be bragging rights. I mean, yeah. you have to realize that if, you know, whoever pulls this game out is going to be bragging all year long Come until on. they get to either meet next year in the spring game or we get back on a schedule. But It was a 51-yard run for Kamori Harris from the 45 to the 4. From his own 45 to the Silicaga four-yard line. One play later, Chris Garrett, a four-yard touchdown run. And then back to Chris Garrett with a run in for the two-point conversion. 8-7 BB Comer. They'll tee it off and tee it up and kick it off and put soda leather from the 40. And I'm keeping our good friend Greg Wyckoff up to date. He's he's texting me. What's going on, guys? What's <laughs> what's happening? He's in the middle of a, a wedding uh, rehearsal. rehearsal. <laughs> yeah, Greg, he, he was... He was on the fence. He was about, he was not going to say he was going to, I don't know who's listening and whose wedding it is. He was thinking about blowing it off. I'll just throw it out there. He was almost here tonight. Blowing the rehearsal off. Somebody can stand in for him as they're doing it if he is officiating it. Yeah. You know, and he was like, nah, I want to be there. But, hey, Greg, you're if, if you're out there, anybody listening that's talking to Greg, you know, he's in the good spot. He's doing exactly what he needs to do. Yeah. His Comer Tigers are doing extremely well right now against the Silicaga Aggies. You know, Greg, a former Aggie quarterback. Yes. Yeah. 8-7, B.B. Comer, 208 to go first half. Brayson Edwards claps his hands. B.B. Comer on a blitz. It's a backwards pass. Malik Pope tries to get back yep. to the line. He won't. He loses one as he stretches to the right. And it's first, no, second and 11 at the 24-yard line. 
Let's and Jeremy, that's very important for Bryant and Basinger. Riley Basinger and Bryant were out on the outside. They have to pick up their blocks and seal that corner. And if they don't pick up those blocks, then that's what happens. The the defensive backs were able to get to Malik and get him down. Aggies may take a shot soon. Second and 11 is Brayson Edwards. Hand off right. Malik Pope. B.B. Comer gets a hand on him. He slips out of one, does Pope, and then goes to a knee at the 30. Pope will get up slow, and we thought that might have it didn't look pretty, but he does get up off the turf and head back to the huddle. Now third and five. He's talking about B.B. Comer scores, gets a stop. Silicaga back at the 30. It's now a third and six ball at the 29, not even um, nosing the 30 right now with a minute 10 to go first half. 8-7, B.B. Comer leads it. Aggies in the huddle. They look to the right. They'll get the signal in from Coach Lane Strickland, who catches that from new head coach Rob Carter. First year. He's been a part of this program for about a month and a half. As Brayson Edwards with 55 seconds on the clock. Play clock at 5. At 4, he'll clap his hands, wait for the snap. Play clock at 2. At 1, he'll get the snap. Handoff. Malik Pope hops there through a tackle. And B.B. Comer will drop him back behind the 25 to the 24. <laughs> uh, Corey Anderson uh, beating his chest like Superman. And Malik Pope. He's hurt. I think he hurt himself on the play before. He'll get up limping maybe just just a dead leg or a little bit of a bruise. And now a timeout, B.B. Comer with 40.1 to go. A bad punt last time from Camden Faircloth. Gave him great field position, Brent. And now with a chance to do it again, Faircloth will boot this one from about the 15-yard line. I can't see the number, but was that uh, Devontae that had to come off, helmet come off? Yeah, that was Devontae. His helmet helmet came off on the tackle. He was able to stay engaged, so it wasn't anything. It wasn't no kind of penalty or nothing like that. As long as he stays engaged, he's fine. Uh, But once his helmet did uh, come off, he needs to come off for at least one play. So I'm sure they'll count this as the one play, so he'll be able to come back in on the first possession of the offense. Yeah, this is the play. It is a punt. So Carmichael will come back out and play quarterback as Faircloth will... Catch this punt at the 12. There are nobody else on the field other than snapper, kicker, and then the return man for the Tigers as Faircloth gets a good leg into this one. The punt will only take four seconds off the clock. 36 seconds remaining. Exact same starting field position for B.B. Comer. 55 yards separates the Tigers from the end zone. They'll move, what is that, north to south, left to right from our vantage point as Carmichael will return after losing his helmet on defense. 8-7 B.B. Comer, 35.9 to go first half, and you can feel the tensions building here at Legion Stadium. Yeah, it's definitely, you know, you know the momentum has shifted to Comer's side. They had, you know, as we talked about, Faircloth had the miscue on the punt uh, on the prior uh, possession for Silicaga, put Comer in good field position. Now the defense stepped up, really held Silicaga, and that allows them to start in same field position at the 45. So... They'll try a lateral, oh. and Silicaga, I think, recovered it. Oh, man. They were stood up in the middle. Kamori Harris off the handoff, turned around, tried to throw it back to Carmichael. It was batted in the air, but B.B. Comer does get on top of it, and it'll be a gain of two. And the play clock, or excuse me, game clock will run at 24. It's down to 20, and it looks like B.B. Comer will be okay with taking an 8 7 lead into what will probably be a short break. Coach Fawcett, he can't believe it. It almost gave Silicaga the football back with 30 seconds left at midfield. Carmichael 
will look to his right. They'll tell him to hold, and B.B. Comer will take an 8-7 lead into halftime here in this spring football game. Right now, Brent, that doesn't feel like a spring football game. Oh, not at all. This game right here, you know, and and and, and me personally, I knew it wouldn't feel like a spring game because, you know, we this is a rivalry that you can't shut down. I right. mean, this, this is something that, you know, when you talk about Silicaga and Comer, it's, you know, it, you're talking about two schools that's less than a mile apart from one another. A set of railroad tracks divides them, and they know this, and they know that if whoever wins this, they have bragging rights, even though it is not, it doesn't mean, it doesn't, it doesn't mean a thing. It's not a win. It's not a loss for you in your season. It's nothing like that, but it's that pride, and that's the thing that you'll always see between these two schools, and that's what Comer's fighting for right now is a lot of pride, and I think you know this game right here is it's, it's, it's giving us exactly what we were thinking it was going to give us. And what it's done so far to this point, what Comer has been through the last number of years and Fawcett rebuilding the program the last couple of years, a moment like this right here can do nothing but help the confidence not only of all the students that are here, but those players down there that they can compete. They can do this. Last year, B.B. Comer won some ball games they weren't supposed to. And uh, we drove home excited that uh, we thought, well, you know, and Greg and I are going to drive home maybe with another loss. Now, Comer would pull it out. So we'll see uh, as we go into the next one. But they just needed a little self-confidence. Not that, that play that we just watched right there. I remember we probably did that uh, playing Sunday afternoon football over in front of Avondale Mills. 8-7, <laughs> B.B. <laughs> Comer leads it at the break. Not sure how long the break is, but we'll be back here on the Radio Alabama Sports Network from Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. Like a good neighbor, State Farm Albie Steers is there for all of your insurance needs. Home, car, boats, and more. Whatever it is, State Farm agent Albie Steers in Sylacauga has you covered. State Farm agent Sheila Curtis and her team are ready to welcome you to the State Farm neighborhood. With Sheila Curtis, it's easy to switch and save. Just give her a call at 256-249-8188. When you want the real deal like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Welcome back to Legion Stadium. Now, back to the action. All right, short commercial break. Back to the action. They're just going to play two 15-minute quarters. No long break in between. B.B. Comer with it with a second and eight at the 47-yard line. They'll flop sides of the field. Comer moving right to left. Carmichael throws over the middle. It is caught by Dalen Welch. He has the first down and a whole lot more across the 40 to the 35-yard line. A nice scripted play after a change in quarters. And, Randy, your Tigers are moving down the field. I saw that play worked on many times this week, trying to get it from Devontae to uh, that young man. And it worked every day this afternoon at practice. And so we're seeing it come alive now from the over and over and over again Coach Hale would put them through. I can't believe how many people are here. Maybe it's because of last season and having a 40% capacity, but the stands are full. It's a handoff. Chris Garrett, he already has one touchdown of the game. He'll go through the middle of the pile. He'll pick up seven and eight yards in his second and two. And a very late flag comes in from the head referee. And this one's probably on the B.B. Comer Tigers. A little pushing, a little shoving. And... They'll separate the two squads at the 30. As Kyron Hughes is close to getting one as well. Actually, that's Jaquan Brownfield still jawing with the referee. Depending on who this is on, man, if this one's on Solacaga, B.B. Comer's sitting pretty in the red zone. If it's on B.B. Comer, 
The Yankees catch a break on what would have been a second and two. And it is on B.B. Comer. That's a personal foul, a killer. A 15-yard penalty will set up, and it's a dead ball play. This will set up a second and 17. That emotional moment there like that, that a killer drive. That a killer drive. And I believe the down will stay at second down, Brent. Yeah, the down will stay at second down. They'll back them up from the spot, from actually from where the the, the original spot. Uh, so that hurts. Big fifteen. Yeah, it'll be it'll be fifteen. So you're going to go first down, and they they'll back it up, and uh, they'll start at their fifty. Well, they uh, they must have got it in live play. They then. did. So that now will be first and wherever this is. And this is a long way. Ball to fifty. They need the twenty-six for first down. Carmichael in the gun. He'll fake the handoff, keeping himself and go right. He'll be swarmed in the backfield, and he goes down behind the 40, back to the 40, excuse me, 39-yard line. So a big loss after a big penalty, and B.B. Comer looked like it was threatening to score, is all the way back at its own 39-yard line. They need to Silicaga 26 for a first down. This is a big lesson right here for B.B. Comer. We saw this a couple times last year. Make a big drive, make a big play. Come up with a, uh, uh, some sort of uh, flag, get sacked, but then again, we've watched them come back. Get your head together, calm down, make the play, go to the huddle. Garrett behind Carmichael. Three receivers left, one to the right, and it's a handoff. Excuse me, it's Kamori Harris, and he trips over an Aggie tackler across the 40, gets to the 42, and now third and forever for B.B. Comer. 13-28 to go, second half of this ball game. It's eight to seven. Tigers with a lead. Carmichael will get his Tigers set. Third down at their own 42. They need the Silicaga 26. Carmichael in the gun. Three receivers to the right, one to the left. It's Carmichael on a straight drop back under pressure. Flares it out to the right. The pass is caught, but then the receiver trips up. It will be Richard Weed at the 41. And D.B. Comer will have to punt it away. And really on that play for our defense, Dalton Miley, number 60, was able to put the, the pressure on Carmichael. And it once he got in the grass, of course, from that point, your quarterback, it's, it's all arm strength. He was still able to get the ball out to the receiver. The receiver had to do you know, a little bit of a dive forward to catch the ball. And uh, But if you look at that, you know, if you look at that, Without that one 15-yard penalty that Comer, you know, received for the unsportsmanlike, you know, if they would have still been up, Silicaga would have never drew up that all-out blitz on the next play because they were inside their 30 looking to, you know, really get inside the red zone. So with that, it allowed Silicaga to draw up the overall blitz, then it put more pressure on Comer. Comer dropped back a little bit more. And then, as Randy said, that's what kind of takes that momentum away from you. When you have a play like that, you've got to be ready for everything from that point. And at that point in time, you know, it was just Silicaga dialed up a little bit too much pressure for the, the, the Comer Tigers. Yep. Lauderdale split out to the right. Jaquan Brownfield behind Brayson Edwards. Malik Pope went out with an injury. We have no injury update so far. Two receivers to the left. Roland Basinger. Edwards puts it in the belly of Brownfield. He'll lower the shoulder across the 25 to the 26. A six-yard run on first down. Sets up second and four. Silicaga catches a break. Gets a stop on defense. Would not be surprised to see Silicaga try to rely on the run game here and shorten 
this second half. Yeah, and, and I do believe you're right there, Jeremy. I think we're going to see more handoffs here. We're going to see more uh, kind of – and I really feel like you're going to see Brayson Edwards do more of the reads on the ends here just to kind of open something up. And off Brownfield again. This time tries the middle of this Tiger defense. Gets nowhere. Third and four. I have to give credit to big number 65 for the Comer Tigers there. This is Zakaria Carpenter. They show him as a 10th grader here, but that young man is playing extremely well. well this afternoon from that right guard position. He is coming off the ball extremely fast, and he is giving our big guy up front. That's number 54. That is Zai McElrath. He's giving him fits right now. So Zai, Zai he'll, he'll, he'll adjust, but Zai's got to realize he's got to get low and he's got to get underneath him and hold him until then he's going to keep beating him third and three officially from the 27 aggies need the 30 edwards in the shotgun waits for the snap it's a high snap hands it off kyron hughes up the middle he'll fight for the 30 will he get there i don't think he will and he will be short of the first down by a half yard hughes looked like he had a lane to the 30 at least and out of nowhere comer tackler drops in and says no sir it is fourth and very short well, what I liked about the Comer defense on that, the play they called up, the defensive scheme they called, was they moved four men to the line, but then also pulled two linebackers into the gap holes. So that told Silicaga they were coming into the middle, but Silicaga still dialed up the same play, tried to run it right off guard as we always do. Good job to the Comer defense from stopping that play and, and getting Silicaga to a fourth and short. Fourth and a half yard, Aggies choose the shotgun. Edwards. In the gun, looks to his left, checks the sideline, and Silicaga will burn in area real estate timeout. Let's take a timeout with him. 10 20 to go here in the second half. 8 7. BB Comer leads it. This is the Radio Alabama Sports Network presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. Let the pros help you at Van Sand Hardware and Supply on Highway 280. Everything at Van Sand Hardware is about quality and excellence. Go to Van Sand Hardware and Supply on Highway 280 in Oak Grove, where perfection for the customer isn't a privilege, it's a standard. State Farm agent Sheila Curtis and her team are ready to welcome you to the State Farm neighborhood. With Sheila Curtis, it's easy to switch and save. Just give her a call at 256-249-8188. When you want the real deal like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Getting it done the right way. It's probably time to rotate and balance your tires. If you bought your tires at Right Tire and Service, they'll do it for free. When do you need to get it done? Every six to 8,000 miles or whenever Right Tire and Service is fulfilling an oil change. Welcome back to Legion Stadium. Now, back to the action. Back at Legion Stadium, Aggies with it with a fourth and very short. They're moving left to right in white. B.B. Comer in the home black uniform. Silicon and B.B. Comer first time since 2015 as the offense shifts. Waters the tight end. Aggies may run right behind him. High snap, handoff. Kyron Hughes gets the first down across the 30, lowers his head, gets two more to the 32. A big push there for that Aggie offensive line, Brent. Yeah, very good job by the guys up front. Big number 55 for us. That's going to be Thompson. You know, it's it's good to see him back in there. And, and he was just able to move big number 67, excuse me, 57 for the Tigers. That's Corey Anderson. He was just able to move Corey out of the way just enough, then that allowed us to be able to get that yard we needed, plus a couple of more to give the Aggies the first down. First and 10 Aggies at the 32-yard line. Logan Corbett hovers over the football, puts his right hand on it. Brayson Edwards with Kyron Hughes offset off his left hip. 
Three receivers left, one to the short side to the right as he waits for the step. 9.47 to go, second half. Big hole for Kyron Hughes, uh, upended at the 40 to the 42, and a holding call on Hudson Hodges, and he's going to pick up a 15-yard penalty for flexing and yelling at the referee. Yep, that is definitely one thing that Hudson Hodges knows he cannot do. And he has got to be more disciplined than that. And I'm glad it's in the spring game, but let's, uh, you know, we got to hold your cool. That was definitely a hold on him. The 30-yard penalty. Yeah, you you cannot tackle the guy. You're, you're blocking him. It doesn't matter if that guy falls or not. You can't go down with him. You got to let him go. You got to let him hit the ground. That's a holding on you every time. And then for you to get up and holler at the ref, that's another flag autom- automatic. There's no if and buts about it. That just cost his team 30 yards. I'm going to give him a break because I know his daddy. <laughs> referees didn't, so it's a spot foul behind uh, the line. I'm going to tell you, Randy, his daddy won't give him a break. His daddy, if I can find if I can find his dad right now, his dad's probably chewing nails or just, you know, like, you know, really? And, and he'll get him when he gets home, and you know, but right now it's a good job. You see number 55, Thompson, kind of calm him down and say, look, it's okay. We're all right. We'll get out of this. You know, just trying to get him calmed down and get him going. But, you know, Hudson, Hudson's got to – he's got to hold his composure. All of these young men have got to hold their yeah. composure. It's only at the 10, Brent, because it ended up being half the distance to the, the goal. Point. So right. it could have been a 30-yard penalty. Only turns out to be a 23-yard penalty. Back to the 10-yard line is where the ball sits. Original line of scrimmage at the 32. They need the 42 for first down. 9.40 to go in the second half of this Jamboree football game. Sylacauga versus B.B. Comer. Aggies, to the chagrin of many, are trailing 8-7, to seven, especially those wearing the black and white and gold in this one. Edwards with Hughes behind him. Actually, it's Brownfield to his right hip. He'll clap his hands. He'll wait for the delayed snap. Corbett gives him to him. A zone read fake. We'll heave it deep down the right side. Lauderdale will run under it. He'll make the grab at the 47. Make the catch and roll ahead to the other 47-yard line for a Silicaga first down. Brayson Edwards on the money. And a big, big pickup. A gain of 43 yards in the air. you got to give it to that Aggie receiver. That was a beautiful play. Beautiful job by the Beautiful Aggie. job. Beautiful job by Brayson Edwards. Brayson steps back. Takes his time. Beautiful play action. Pulls the linebackers in. Once the linebackers come in, it's one-on-one on the corner. He knows what he has. Steps back. Takes two steps. Heaves it. Here we are. First and goal from in on the other side of the field. Landon Burns has replaced Hudson Hodges on the right side of the offensive line at right tackle. Edwards, your QB, with three receivers to the left. NBB Comer territory. He'll flick it out to his left. It gets on the turf before it reaches Riley Basinger. Yeah, that. as soon as Brayson let that one go, he knew it was his fault. Uh, He began to beat his helmet. And from what I've seen so many times is the fact that when Brayson made his turn to throw the football, he did not get his hips underneath him, and he didn't get his shoulders squared away. If you don't square your shoulders up with your receiver, you're never going to make that accurate throw. So Brayson's banging his head. He knows he did wrong. But here we go, second and ten. 8.57 8.57 to go, second half, heat timeout. B.B. Coleman leads at 8-7 over Silicaga. This is the Radio Alabama Sports Network, presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. Norman Collier and Tim Perry make the crash repair process simple and easy for you by working with any and all insurance companies to fix anything. Call Collier Motors Paint and Body at 256-249-2900 or drop by 3315 Old Silicaga Highway. 
When you need towing, call Merkel's Anytime Towing. When Merkel says anytime, they mean anytime. 24 hours per day, 7 days a week. Merkel's Anytime Towing. 256 245 6204. Back at Legion Stadium, Aggies have a second and ten after an incomplete pass and an area real estate heat timeout. Three receivers split out to the left. Riley Basinger closest to the quarterback, Brayson Edwards. Running back, Jaquan Brownfield. is Actually, it's Malik Pope, so he's back in the game. Gets a gain of two to the 45-yard line. Is Brownfield and Malik Pope, very, very similar builds. Short, stocky guys. Well, Brownfield's probably a little taller at about the six-foot mark, but a gain of two, second and eight. Well, number four, James Carmichael on the big play a moment ago when the Aggies, uh, how many yards was that pass play? Uh, so I could tell by James's body language he was so disappointed, but that big play right there, now he's kind of perked up a little bit. they got to learn to move on from that play to the next play. Aggies go fast. Bryant Wanders makes the catch out off the line of scrimmage in the tight end slot. Pickup of seven. It is now third and one. Football at the 38. They need the 37-yard line. Edwards was begging for the football. Finally got the snap from Corbett. They'll hand it off, put it in the belly of Malik Pope. Flag comes down. This one's probably on the offense as Malik Pope gets the first down down the left sideline. And then maybe another illegal shift for Silicaga. Maybe it may have had two men in motion. Yeah, I, I do believe it's either going to be an illegal shift or it could be. Yeah, I don't think it'll be a false start, but I think we're going to have number nine for us. That's Lauderdale. I think Lauderdale wasn't set, and, and so as the ball was snapped, so that's going to be an illegal shift against Silicaga, so we may bring and this one back. And that's what happens, Brent, when you're when you're trying to hurry trying up. Trying to hurry and, up, and you haven't had a lot of reps. Right. And they're well, going to talk about this penalty, and it's well, taking a while. And, and, and as you said, Jeremy, it's when your when your wideouts are out way away from your quarterback. You know, they they may not catch what the play is, so they're trying to get the play and get in the right spot. And and if they don't get it until it's late, and then you're going quick, you know, they just don't set themselves. That's what it is. Legal motion or a false start? False start. Third and six now. So so they're saying Lauderdale took that step forward before the ball was snapped, so that's a false start. It's going to back them up to be fourth and six now. And if you're Coach Rob Carter, you're you're banging your head. You're running it to the left. Lauderdale's three feet from the right sideline, yeah. and he gets a false start penalty about 40 yards from the football on a play that's not even going his way. So should read third and six should be the um, on the sticks, I believe. Fourth down and a timeout to Lukaga. Fourth down on the sticks is correct. Timeout to Lukaga. An area real estate timeout will take one as well. 8-7 BB Comer, 7.59 to go in this one. This is the Radio Alabama Sports Network from Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. In the unfortunate event that you're in a car crash, what do you do? Call Collier Motors Paint and Body at 256-249-2900 or drop by 3315 Old Sylacauga Highway. Collier Motors Paint and Body, where every customer is a happy customer. The Coosa Valley Medical Center and Emergency Department is open and ready to serve 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Clean, safe, open for you. This is Amy Price, Chief Nursing and Operating Officer. At Coosa Valley Medical Center, your health is centered to what we do. Learn more at cdhealth.net. 
Huddle House on Highway 280 in Sylacauga is more than just breakfast. Huddle House is home to a variety of tasty burgers, sandwiches, and some of the best and biggest salads around. Huddle House on Highway 280 in Sylacauga. Any meal, any time. This is the Marble City Classic on the Radio Alabama Sports Network. Presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. Fourth and six. Aggies need the 37. Jeremy Law, Brent Ashley, Randy Kane with you. Aggies on the BB Comer. 42-yard line. And now Coach Adam Fawcett. He calls an area real estate timeout. We'll stay here at Legion Stadium. Timeout's brought to you by area real estate. Who do you trust in the home buying and selling process? Area real estate has the agents and the real estate for you. Online at arearealestateinc.com. 8-7, B.B. Comer leads at 7.59 on the clock left in the ball game, guys. Uh, we thought this might be a tight game. It is a tight game, and right now a one-point B.B. Comer lead. Yeah, right now, this is where, you know, Comer is doing everything they can to keep this one-point lead. And right now, Coach Fawcett calls this timeout because he had his ninth grader, Jesse Graham, uh, number 15, wasn't in the proper position. As Jeremy called, Silicaga had three men out on this, on, closer to us on the uh, right side of the offense. And we they had left Bryant wide open. So Coach Fawcett noticed it right off the bat, so he calls the timeout. And I could see... Uh, Coach Hale was actually talking to Graham, going, you know, look, you've got to pay attention to where your guy is, and you've got to move to him quickly, or it's going to cost us something. So during this timeout, they're do they're showing them, they're, hey, this is a position, this is what you're looking for, and uh, Coach Fawcett, Coach Hale having a good conversation right now, and both teams making their way back to the football. After back-to-back timeouts, we'll get play back underway. Fourth and six Aggies. They are at the 40. What about the 44? They need about, they're at the 43, and they need the 37. Grayson Edwards running back behind him, claps his hands, waits for the snap, gets it. It's off and to the right. He'll fake a throw right and then uh, lay it out in front of Bryant Waters, who lays out and is not able to make the catch. Aggies turn it over on downs and give it back to B.B. Coleman. The thing I like to see right now is that Silicaga, you know, you know, we're behind by one, but they're still they're they're drawing up new plays. These are things that you know when you look at Bryant, Bryant is he's new to the, he's new to the offense this year. You know, he's in this tight end position or this this receiver position to where they're trying to utilize him a little bit more on this game just to see what he can do. And at that point, it was just a little bit out of his reach. He had to dive for it, but still with that, I, I still like I like what Silicaga's doing. But here we go. Carmichael, the quarterback for the Tigers. First down at the 43-yard line. Jeremy Law, Brent Ashley, Randy Kane with you. Hand off, Kamori Harris. Breaks the tackle across the 50. Jukes out to the right across the 45, across the 40, and carries a few Aggies to the 38-yard line to the Silicaga 38. Harris with his second big run. Now, this is a turning point that we've watched for two years. Big play, get too emotional, mess up, penalty, penalty bad snap. Here's where they've got to learn to keep their composure one snap at a time. Keep moving the ball. you got seven minutes and 44 seconds left to go. You're ahead by one point. Control the football. 8-7. Comer leads it. 7.40 on the clock in the ball game. Kamori Harris, if anything, has proved to be a load to handle in this one. Two big runs. Gives B.B. Comer a first down at the Silicaga 38-yard line. First and ten. They'll try Harris again. This time, Kyron Hughes and Jaquan Brownfield are there to wrap him up. 
maybe a yard shy of the line of scrimmage, and it'll set up second and 11. The Aggies sent the blitz on a run play, and I think Harris lost the football, and they may be rewarding this to Silicaga. Looks like Ford Progress, Brent, blown at the 40. The Aggies are celebrating like it's their ball. They are definitely giving it the Whitecaps to give the signal that Silicaga did come up with the football. But it looks like now they will have the conversation to see if forward progress was stopped. If forward progress was stopped and the ball had not come out, then it should be dead there. That should, it should be, still be Comer's that football. That should be B.B. Comer's ball. But they may, they're talking about it, but let's see if they leave it that way. They do. It is Silicaga's football right uh, starting right at the 41-yard line. Oh, man, the whistles were blown and... And the two line judges were already coming in. Silicaga will have the football. It was a handoff to Harris. He was met at the line, and now the Aggie offense is on the field ready to snap it. Brayson Edwards on the whistle. Hands it off, left side, Jaquan Brownfield. He'll slip a tackle at the 40, across the 45, and to the 43-yard line. And Silicaga gets the play across, and it's now second and about five. For the Aggies, so a big moment in this game, a big play for B.B. Comer, and the next play, they turn it over. And good job by number 54 for the Tigers. That is uh, Hagen Dealey on that stop. Handoff up the middle, Brownfield again. He'll get four, and they'll sling him backwards. It'll be third and two at their own 49. They need the other 49 for first down. Man, Brent, I know that you and I are on the Aggie Sports Network, and but it looked like both line judges had come in, blown forward progress with their hands up at the 40, which was about a half a yard shy of the original line. And Silicaga ended up with a football and a big turning point of this football game if they can get a first down on this third and two. Handoff right side, Kyron Hughes has the first down a little bit more across the 40 to the 39. And Silicaga now into B.B. Comer territory with a first down at the 39-yard line. I just got it out of my mouth right before the fumble. Big play, and then a mistake. It's all mental at that point. Just like uh, a moment ago, the big play with the Aggies, the long pass. James Carmichael loses composure a little bit. Same thing on that last play. Edwards with Kyron Hughes behind him. First and 10 at the BB Comer 39. 8-7 Tigers lead at 6.25 to go in the football game. One receiver to the left, it's Odin or Swain. Two to the right, Lauderdale and Riley Basinger. And now they'll reset the play clock to 30 seconds. As we have a stalemate here at the line of scrimmage. It will be first and 10 at the BB Comer 39 for Silicaga. As Edwards checks the sideline, Whitecap will come over and talk to head coach Rob Carter, coaching in his first live event. Yeah, what we're talking about here, I overheard the officials to our left uh, that are running the the, uh, the clock and running the 40-second uh, clock and 25-second clock was the Whitecap called up and asked to reset the game clock to 6.30. Uh, we're at 6:25, and so he is resetting it to 6:30, and then we will go from there. So well, he's explaining Coach to Coach is Carter upset why, about us. He's yeah. trying to go fast. That's right. He's trying to go fast, and this stops. The, you know, but you know, you have to in a game this close, you have to put that time back on the clock. 
you know, or make sure that the timing is right and then move forward. 8-7, B.B. Comer leads it. Aggies marching down the field. Handoff, Kyron Hughes had a big hole, but they'll meet him, and that hole closes quickly. Picks up three and no more to the 36-yard line. A lot of black jerseys swarmed him. Yeah, once again, I'm very impressed, Jeremy, the way the Comer Tigers are playing this football game. These young men up front, you have a linebacker core that is it, it's anchored by a senior, I mean, excuse me, by a junior, but yet you have a ninth grader sitting up on his left side. You know, number 21, that is Drew Hallman. You know, he's the 11th grader, and then the guy next to him is in the ninth grade, and they're doing a great job for the uh, Homer Tigers. Second and seven, Hughes slips a tackle on a handoff left, gets across the 35 to the 34. Now third and four upcoming for the Aggies. As B.B. Comer will send in a few guys on defense. You almost felt like that drive, Brent, for B.B. Comer. If they were going to score again, maybe needed to do it there. How many times can you keep the 5A school out of the end zone on the other side? Had a chance to, to go up multiple scores if they would have scored a touchdown and then gotten the two-point conversion again. Now Silicaga marching. Third and four at the 34. They need the 30, and all they have to do is get the nose of the ball on the 30. Brayson Edwards, the quarterback. Handoff, Malik Pope. He'll roll it out to his right and stretch the field across the 35. And then a holding penalty might come in on this play. A flag came down. Pope did not get the first down. He'll be about a yard and a half shy. But this may back Silicaga up a little more. Yeah, I do believe we're going to have a hold here. Uh, that's usually when that line judge holds. is holding against the Aggies. It's going to back us up here. You know, Silicaga, you know, we did this a little bit last year in the beginning of the season before we started gelling to, and, and Jeremy, I think you can remember this, that me and, me and you talked about it a good bit, was the fact that they've got to understand that Pope has got the speed to get outside. So you don't have to hold the guy. Just slow him down, block him, hold him up for at least two seconds, and that's going to allow Pope to make that turn and go. So there's no need to grab him, there's no need to turn him, and you're not going to get that holding call until you actually grab the jersey and turn his shoulders. Once you turn his shoulders, the white hanky's going to come out, I mean, excuse me, the yellow hanky going to come out and hit the ground every time. Forgot to turn the crowd noise up, Brent. Now uh -oh. it sounds a lot better. Here we go. Better. Three receivers split out to the left. It's a third and 13. Ball at the 43. They need the 30. Grayson Edwards running back to his left. Three receivers to his left. He'll get the snap play action. Loads and throws over the middle. Man wide open. Bryant Waters with a catch. 15 down to the 12. And another big pickup behind the sticks for the Aggies. And they find the Renaissance Bank red zone. And Coach Rob Carter wants the Aggies to get up to the line and go fast. He has B.B. Comer in a, in a formation that he wants to keep them in. They'll get up to the line and split out two to the right. It'll be Riley Basinger and Lauderdale split out to the right, nearing the 10-yard line. First and 10 at the 11. Edwards, a high snap, pulls it down, gives it off to Quan Brownfield, bounces off tackle. He'll stretch it and get in. Touchdown, Silicaga. Yeah, very good job by the Aggies there. That little speed up, it just kept uh, Comer off just a little bit. But on the play before that, that set the uh, that set the the touchdown up, the the Bryant catch, Chris Garrett for the Tigers, number 10. He in his defensive back position. He bit to the run. He seen the linebackers break in, and he bit to the run. Once he bit to the run, Bryant was able to go by him, and that's where Edwards seen him, picked him up, was able to make the throw, put the Aggies in the scoring position, and now we go going for two. Aggies will score. go for two to make sure they can get up by a full touchdown. And we can see what one fumble can turn yes. a game around. 
It's now 14, excuse me, 13 to 8. Aggies want to make it 15 to 8. Brayson Edwards, he'll keep it up the middle. Did he get in? He dove for the goal line, and they will say that he is short. So if you're Silicaga, if you kick the extra point, you're up 14 to 8. They choose to go for two to get up by full seven. And now you are tied. Excuse me, the scoreboard has 8 to 8. That is incorrect right now. It is now a 13 to 8 Silicaga lead. And B.B. Comer will get the ball back with 439 remaining in the ballgame. And we're about to see with uh, four minutes and 39 seconds left in the game to see what the Comer Tigers are made of. As we've watched them practice this week to get ready for this ball game, as hard as the coaches worked on Monday, they were hitting. I thought somebody's going to get injured and not even be able to play to the, the fundamentals and basic eye contact, feet movement. We're going to see what they're made of uh, to come out of this in the next four minutes. 13-8 Aggies, 4.39 to go. They played two 15-minute quarter. Well, they call it quarter. It had to be two 15-minute halves. Quarter equals four, Brent. You got to make a full one. So we got to make sure we have it straight here. 13 to 8, Aggies lead it. Camden Faircloth will kick it off the tee at the 40. His kickoff, his first kickoff has been attached short. While we're waiting on this, the young man that. Uh, that was such a great kicker for the Aggies last year. Where did he end up? Jacksonville State? The year before last, yeah. He was a, he's at Jacksonville State Actually, right now. Actually, he is transferring to um, Birmingham Southern. Oh, okay. Oh, is he? And he'll be the starting punter next year, Cole Ports. Yeah, Cole is actually on the sidelines tonight. I've, I've watched him. He's standing over there with a, some of his buddies. And, uh, and when Camden actually kicked the ball and kind of shanked it, you know, when Camden walked to the sidelines, Cole walked up to him and talked to him for a little bit. And, you know, so it's probably giving him some corners to, to tell him, look, you know, that's okay. You got to shake that off. And then, of course, the next punt was very good. So, but yeah, Cole Porch was that young man in, in the Mumford game when he kicked the 53 yard field goal to win that game. That was, that was unprecedented. That, that was put him very on the map, good. Didn't? Yes, it did. B.B. Comer with it at the 25-yard line, 75 yards away from the end zone. They need a touchdown if they're going to win this one. Low snap, Carmichael, and he is popped by Hudson Hodges. Hudson Hodges off the right side. Got his helmet on the football after it was a low snap. Looked like he may have jarred it loose for a second. As Carmichael gets up off the turf, it'll be second and 10, 4.15 as the clock winds down to 4.13, 4.12. Second and 10 from the 25, ball on the left hash. One receiver right, one to the left. Carmichael fakes the give left. He'll roll out to his right, slips the tackle, throws over the middle. Pass is caught and it oh. dropped. Chris Wilson had it in the bread basket for first down, and he had some running room, and it bounced in between the 1-1 on his jersey and falls to the turf. Tigers needed that one bad. A good throw by Devontae Carmichael. Finds the grass here at Legion Stadium. And on a critical second and 10, now third and 10. 13-8 to eight the score, 352 as the clock stops. With an incomplete pass. Third and 10 at the 25. They need the 35. Here's Carmichael. 
Straight drop back, under pressure. Can he slip away from a tackle? He won't, and he is sacked back at the 11-yard line. Very good pressure there by Dalton Miley and also Bryant. <laughs> Dalton and Bryant, just they blew through the line so fast, you know, that Carmike just, there was nothing he could do but just try to get away, and he couldn't. And uh, so very good job by the Aggie defense there. Good play call by the Aggie defensive coach as far as calling up that blitz and getting that pressure on the Comer Tiger offense. Clock winds with 3.17 to go. Tigers will kick it away from the five-yard line. A good punt caught by Riley Basinger and then dropped, and they'll give him the ball at the 40. B.B. Comer needs a stop. The Aggies probably just need a first down. Yeah, I think if, if Silicaga here, I, I, they, they should just they grind they just grind the clock out, just grind it out. That's all we need to do. But as you said, Jeremy, they've got to get a first down. They've got to get at least one first down. And that's been kind of tough for them tonight. Uh, it, it's been to where, you know, they get some momentum, they get up there, and then they shoot themselves in the foot and back it up with a penalty or something. You know, but here, Silicago, we feel like, can grind this clock down with one first down, should be able to take the victory here at 13-8 over the Comer Tigers in this spring jamboree. Tigers 8, Aggies 13 on a warm Friday night at Legion Stadium. Have a timeout over the football. Jeremy Law, Brent Ashley, Randy Kane with you. If you missed the announcement earlier, B.B. Comer Tiger fans, your home for Comer football has now moved to right here on Mix 106.5 all season long. Greg Wyckoff, Randy Kane. They'll spin that up for you on football season. Comer football right here on Mix 106.5. The Aggie Sports Network moving to Fox Sports Central Alabama on 98.3 FM on Friday nights. Jeremy Long, Brent Ashley. Brent, I don't know if we told you. we got to find a sideline reporter. Ashton Fowler, he's retiring from sidelines. No way. He's just going to oh. stick with baseball for us. So well, see, that's what I was fisting to ask. The only one we're missing tonight is Ashton. So, you know, I was fisting to say, is he in a softball tournament somewhere? Oh, boy. <laughs> you don't know. You never know what he's doing. He's got a two-year-old. And yeah, and I understand. Not much of an excuse if you ask me. 13 to 8. <laughs> Snap. Handoff. Kyron Hughes fights off a tackler. Pushes ahead, and he will fight and claw his way to the original line of scrimmage, second and ten, as the clock is winding at 2.55. Homer needs a break and a turnover right now. Fawcett wanted the hold, and he's about to get a 15-yard penalty when he doesn't need one. It's second and ten. I love, I, I love Coach Fawcett's enthusiasm, you know, that bleeds over into your boys. It's not that aggressiveness as far as, you know, that fighting. It is, hey, you've got to call it for my guys. They're fighting just as hard. They deserve the same calls both ways. And, and, and that's what kind of bleeds over into the boys. They get that fight in them to want to, want to do better and, and push hard. Last year, the coaches had to pull him back. He across the numbers out on the field. Now you Several get a ball game. delay of game on Silicaga to back it up five yards. And it's not really bad for Silicon Brent, if I'm mistaken, if I'm not mistaken, this clock will wind as the play clock stops again. Yes, this is kind of New England Patriots, Bill Belichick type play yeah, here. Just, well, it's not going to wind. It will not wind. So there we go. You know, in the NFL, they'll take a delay of game on purpose to bleed 50 seconds instead of 25. High snap, Edwards able to pull it down. Handoff left side goes nowhere. Tigers will drop Kyron Hughes 
for a loss of oh. one or two. He tried to score it out of a tackle. Did the ball come out? Tigers out of the pile with it, and they're not going to be happy about this because they didn't get the call earlier. They come out of the pile with the football, but the whistle was blown. So Tigers will have to call a timeout to stop the clock. It'll be third and forever for Silicaga. They lead it 13-8 over B.B. Comer, 153 left in his spring jamboree. You know, it's a long minute and 53 seconds for a head coach, isn't it? <laughs> oh, yeah, it is. It's, it's very long, especially, you know, with, with Coach Fawcett. We, we're, we're able to – we're focused more on him tonight because he is closer to us, you know, and, and we're, we're seeing his body language. We're seeing what's going on, and, and that's exactly, you know – from here, from the perspective we have, not from the official's perspective, but, you know, Silicaga recovered a ball like that earlier and, and got the call, got the turnover, and then it happened there, which, which would have went into Comer's uh, favor, uh, but the call was, hey, it's, you know, forward progress, dead. So with that, you know, Comer didn't get the call. So Coach Fawcett, very, you know, animated, uh, very, you know, Wanting to know why, and uh, but like I said, it's not a hostile, it's not a fighting. Right. It is, hey, my guys deserve the same thing, and that's all he wants. And they see that, and they know their head coach is behind them, so that'll put more fight into them as the season goes. Big third down. Aggies have converted some third and longs in this ball game, and they'll have another one here. And if you're Silicaga, you pick up a first down on third and 18. You probably win this spring jamboree. Brayson Edwards sends Waters out to the left. Now three wide to that side. Aggies with it at the 32. It's third and 17. They need the 49. Edwards drops back. Throws Lauderdale down the field. And it's tipped away by Carmichael. It was in the hands of Lauderdale. Carmichael got a hand on it. And that long incompletion also stops the clock with 1.47 to go. Silicaga will have to kick it away. Yep, Silicaga punts this one away. This is where we need Camden Flaircloth to put that foot into this and get a good punt for Silicaga in order to change this field position because that is one of the things that Silicaga's been used to over the past few years is, is being able to change the field position with that kicker. So Camden here, let's get your foot in it. Let's change this field position because Comer has a lot of momentum with a minute and 47 seconds left in this ballgame. Let's see where Faircloth can kick this one. My apologies, Randy. That defense play there just then by uh, James Carmichael. He got beat a moment ago. He wasn't going to allow it to be beat again. Carmichael has it. Excuse me, it's Welts that has it at the 32-yard line. So 68 yards away from the end zone, B.B. Comer has a minute and 47 seconds to work with. They trail 13-8. to eight. And who would have figured that this one would come down to the final possession? I love it. I love it. You know, that's this crowd for Comer on this side is it's huge. Yeah. There is a lot of people here that they, they no longer have a child at Comer, but they're here. Yeah. They're supporting their Tigers. The crowd for Silicaga is very big as well. So they're pumped up. Everybody's looking forward to a great game here and a great ending to this spring jamboree. If you're Comer, you have a chance to make up for some critical mistakes you've made in this one. Multiple opportunities to get some points and penalties and turnovers have haunted B.B. Comer in this one, but they still live to fight. Carmichael with the snap, rolls out to his right. Now he'll take off up the field. Carmichael at the 30, across his body, throws, and it's intercepted. Lauderdale has it at the 20, 15, and he's ridden out of bounds at the 14-yard line, and Silicaga will seal this game away. Across your body throw, Cardinals send for a quarterback. 
And a late flag came out, but Sylacauga will win probably this Marble City class. Yep, yeah. Number 23, that is Kamor Harris. Uh, as he was on the sidelines, on the far sidelines, he removes his helmet. And is immediately, as soon as you remove your helmet, that's going to be a flag. Uh, that's an equipment infraction. Uh, these young men, you know, they fight so hard. They do everything they can in order to win this ball game. And when something like that happens, you know, they get tied up in the moment. You know, but that's something that, that Coach Fawcett will take this team. That disciplinary actions, he'll 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 teach them. He'll get them back to the, where they really need to be. And uh, so they're calling it actually an unsportsmanlike. It's actually against both uh, Silicaga and Comer. I didn't see exactly what went on. Uh, so. I may be wrong totally about uh, the young man taking his helmet off. It may have been taken off for him. Uh, but anyway, it was a unsportsmanlike for both sides. Uh, so that's a offset penalty. The ball will be set into play, and uh, it will be uh, Silicaga's football. And we will look into this last minute and 34 seconds of this ball game. But if you see how that last play took off, it was a low snap. Yep. The offensive line got penetrated. Devontae scrambling. Makes a bad throw. Aggies will get over the football 13 to 8. They lead it with a minute and 33 to go in the ballgame. Edwards and a shotgun set. Looks to be Kyron Hughes beside it. Edwards takes the snap. Hands it off, Hughes. He'll fight across the 10 to the 8, and they'll sling him ahead to the 6-yard line. Kyron Hughes is just a powerful running back. You know, you have you have Malik Pope, and you have Lauder. You know, both of those guys kind of just, they finesse. They find the hole. Now, they're aggressive. Don't get me wrong. They'll lower their head. They'll run over somebody. Uh, but then when Kyron gets in, you know that it's not going to be, hey, I'm going to run around you. He says, I'm going to run over you. And that's just what he done there to gain eight or actually seven on the play for the Aggies. Second and four. Aggies at the six. Give it to Hughes again. And Hughes is stopped at the line of scrimmage on a handoff off left tackle. And then another flag will come out. 37.5 on the clock. And it's kind of getting a little flag happy here. They could just let this game bleed itself away. It'll be an unsportsmanlike conduct on B.B. Comer as they have fought hard in this one. And they'll come up a tad short. You look at B.B. Comer, 2A, playing a 5A tonight. Wants to be a promising year as summer and fall will roll around for the Tigers. If you're Silicaga, you're at the drawing board. You see what you like, you don't like under first-year head coach. You got a good staff returning under coach Rob Carter. You'll see what you can do better and try to prepare for the fall. Second and one after a half the distance to the goal penalty. Ball at the four, first down at the three. 28.4 to go, handoff Kyron Hughes. He'll be stuffed near the sticks. And it is a first down and the clock will stop with 21.5 to go. Well, you can see they're within the, where are they now? Uh, they were within the 10 yard line, just a few yards to go. 
Comer's defense steps up. They've got to learn to step up every play. Ten seconds on the for clock. four quarters. Eight, seven, six. We'll see if Sulacaca chooses to run a play. There's four, there's three. And Sulacaga just gets the snap off. Edwards will be sacked to end the game. But Sulacaga, guys, wins this spring game 13-8 over the B.B. Comer Tigers. That'll do it here, guys. Our final thoughts as we wrap up tonight's broadcast. Well, Jeremy, my final thoughts is the Sulacaga Aggies, we've got a new coach in. We've got to make sure that we, you know, that we start where we left off and, and just get better. But my total thought is for the B.B. Comer Tigers. These guys are going to do well in 2A ball. They just took a 5A team that is very strong still to a six-point ball game that a couple of big mistakes kept them from winning this game. So Comer has nothing to hang their head over. Coach Fawcett and the other coaches, I look for them have an outstanding year this year. Randy? Yep. Uh, I'm just It's just running through my head after watching practice all this week how hard the coaches worked, taught, coached, basic fundamentals, and then we still saw some of the same mistakes tonight that I know they will work on. Starting June the 7th, I think they start again with working out, getting together, and uh, I'm sure that Coach Fawcett's got a lot to say. they got a lot, a lot to learn. But the biggest thing for me is keeping your composure after each individual play. Don't lose your – if you make a mistake, move on. Move to the next play. You can't hang your head. You can't get all emotional. Hang, you know, walk around like, oh, my goodness. you got to get back in the game and make the next play. Final score again here from Legion Stadium. Silicaga 13, B.B. Comer 8 in the Marble City Classic Spring Jamboree. From Randy Kane, Brent Ashley, I'm Jeremy Law. Thanks for listening here on the Radio Alabama Sports Network presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. This has been the Marble City Classic on the Radio Alabama Sports Network. Presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. Thanks for listening.